Welcome to the Omnibros seven year anniversary show. Woohoo! I if I knew how to work this board, I'd I'd find something that was appropriate for it. Uh this is wait, where is it? Oh yeah, okay. Good. Here it is. This is in celebration of seven years, Omnibros. I'm here with Comics Guide, and Riley will be here soon. All the people are saying. <laughs> Jesus, have we been really, we've really been doing this for seven years. Think about uh, that. Yeah, and there I am upset about something. <laughs> My brain is vaporizing. Oh, this was always a popular one. God bless him. I need to see that again. That's after dark, right? That is, that is indeed after dark. Yeah. Oh, the movie? No, the movie is Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Dust Till Dawn. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Dust Till Dawn. That's yeah, movie. yeah. It was, uh, that was, uh, I love that movie. Um, so, <clears throat> Freddie brings up a good point, because this is interesting. Freddie says, hey, yo, sound off chat. How long have you been here? Because somebody sent, um, somebody sent a clip, I feel like, um, from a few years ago it might have been like our first one and none of the names are the same as what the names are now no 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 i don't um except for this guy i don't <laughs> yelling at it <laughs> cycle cycle has been in and out of our lives for the past seven years and i appreciate it so yeah i i do um, too yeah so seven years, today marks seven years that I had the bonehead idea of reaching out to Riley and going, you want to start a podcast? And Riley going, yeah, sure, whatever, let's do it. And that was literally the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, it was literally the beginning of it. Sazmurf got sucked in in 2019. Uh, Super Laughhard's been here a while, but I, uh, I think he's relatively new, like maybe 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carlos is here. Aaron's here. Um, seven good years. I blame YouTube for discovering this channel way too late in life. Congratulations. You know what happens when you're seven years old like we are? You can go drinking. <laughs> you get bullied on the playground by bigger YouTube channels. Oh, yeah. yeah we, get, we get bullied by... We were here, like, first, man. We were one of the first, and now there's newcomers that are bigger than we are, and they bully us. They they push us around on the YouTube playground. Yeah, yeah. There's that one Peruvian guy that you know. He just... <laughs> yeah, we gave him his start, <laughs> and he bad enough says. Happy day. Although my bank account hates it. Well, William Lee, I hope we've rec we've been recommending books for seven years. That should be our slogan now on a T-shirt: recommending books for seven years. We've talked about this before. What is the order? It goes, who who showed up? I would say I was number one because it's not even an ego thing. It's I came up with the idea first. Yeah. I reached out to Riley so he would be the second one. And then you were the third one, right? Which which episode it was did you a, show up on? It was a week later that you asked me to join. Okay, so it was one, and then we did a second show. And I think you showed up on the third show, right? Or did you show uh, up on the second show? According to N-Man 40... Who posted in my Discord? <laughs> uh, September fifteenth was the first show, and then the second show was 
September 22nd. Now, there, okay. you're right. There could have been a show in the middle there. But a week later is when I joined. If you did one three days after you yeah. did the first one? No, no, no. At that point, we were just once a week. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I, uh, according to Nman40, who I'm drawing my information from, um, because he posted it on me dog's Discord. Uh, yeah, I joined a week later, and you, Riley's not here to tell it, but you guys had some reservations about me. Yeah, well, it was mostly <laughs> Riley because. So I did too, actually, a little bit because Riley. I'm older. I pitched to Riley. I was like, man, this Jess guy, he seems like he's really popular in the Omnibus Collectors group. What do you think if we bring him on to kind of do a one off show and see how it goes? And Riley's response was, I don't know, man. He's kind of an old guy. I don't know how <laughs> if he can use technology. And I'm like, <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's, let's see how this goes. And. Lo and behold, turns out turned out pretty well. Thank you. Well, I'm I can I have had some technology accidents oh, on yeah. the way. <laughs> um, Sazmerv, Carlos, let's see, Aaron, Freddie, Sushi, and now Riley is a manga god. I'm a newbie. Pandemic onwards. Okay. Yep. 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 I'm a parent. How okay. scary is that? What's oh yeah, you've become a parent, you've been uh married and had a parent, you have a older Ooh. stepdaughter. Those early years of Omni Bros were rough. Well, if it's 2016 and it was September, I was just coming off getting both my knees replaced. Yes, you did. I remember that. Yeah, that was a big thing. There's a solid chance I was still on pain meds oh i know i was on pain meds because i was on pain meds from june through december i was in uh physical therapy for six months to, to for both my knees i had i ended up getting the woman um flowers when i left because she spent six months with me uh she's a knee expert um so yeah that's what did i was you, going through you did both knees at once uh, the first one was in June, and the second one was six weeks later in July. Ooh. You oh. can opt to do them both, but they don't like that. You, If you do do them both, mo most surgeons won't do it, I guess. Mm -hmm. no. um, but, the, but the one I went to said, if you did do both at once, you'd have to be in a rehab hospital for like three weeks uh, learning to walk again. Jesus. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, okay, let's not do that. No. And, and he was, he's like one of the best in the field. And he said, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. Oh. I don't do two at once. Yeah, because my stepfather got both knees done. Um, but he waited, he did one, and I think he waited almost a year before he did a sec his second one. He didn't want to do, <laughs> do it like that. Yeah. Well, he was smart. I had, um, it was pretty, uh, I had staples and each time I had a physical therapist, I, I don't know if my insurance would do it now, but back then Patty's insurance, I had a physical therapist that would come to the house like three times a week for six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I had a nurse visit me three times and she removed the staples. I got treated really well, I think. I mean, other than the fact that I was in a lot of pain, but uh, I, my knees are so much better now than they were. 
So it was Riley, it was us three, and then I think Geo came on before. Yeah, according to and my source, Emmett. Wait, let me go to Discord. Oh. I have it open right now. Geo showed up after that. How did we recruit Geo? Where did he just kind of show up? Geo was November tenth. Okay. This is from. Uh, this is of course from James in my um, Discord, who posted. Uh, the screenshot from July 20, oh, I'm sorry, June 24th, 2021 from N-Man who said, are you going to have a five-year anniversary? And then he listed our uh, <laughs> our dates. And James was nice enough to post all that in the chat, uh, the Discord, whatever Discord is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's there. I have no clue what Discord is. My kid talks about it all the time. but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Larry's here. He started watching around the same time, 2019. Marvel Babs has been a, been a mainstay. James showed up, uh, okay, a little bit late in the pandemic. I think that's when we got a lot of um, new people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that pandemic turnaround was really good for us. A, a lot of the people that uh, started joining around that time have stuck with us over the last three years. Yeah, you're right. I bought Riley's Mind Management single issues from him through his blog. Ah, that's how I also met Riley. I bought um, his, I think I bought his flash trade paperbacks from mm -hmm. him in 2014. Yeah. From, you his, really, from his Tumblr, right? You really, you really popped off in the Facebook group when you did that great <laughs> omnibus hunt across the country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was right before I got my knees done. It was in May and I'm sorry, April and May, three weeks. I went to uh, California first and started there and visited friends. My best friends, two best friends are still there in, in the uh, Monterey Bay area. And then I went up the Cal like the middle of California. I stopped in Sacramento for a night and I hit all those bookstores. I hit all the bookstores in the Monterey Bay area. <laughs> then I visited my sister who lived in Oregon at the time at like the bottom of Oregon. And I drove five hours up to meet Nate, who um, is of course famous for being the musician in uh, um, uh, Red Coat Turncoat. He, okay. he, he did all my uh, intro music and he took me to eight comic book shops there. Jesus. You were really a social butterfly back then, man. What <laughs> happened? Goodness. What happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> I will say Portland was really cool. Yeah. I really liked Portland. It was a really nice place. Oh, that's okay, Dan, man. It was uh, <laughs> uh, James posted what you, James uh, took a, James took a screenshot of what you had posted two years ago. Um, and you're the one who listed our anniversary date. So thank you, MM40. Mm -hmm. um, there's uh, James telling you about my Discord. Congratulations, Billy. Found you guys come commuting to grad school, silently watching for about five years. Wow. I'm glad you're uh, jumping in the chat now and not lurking. Jess is the Omni Dogs bollocks, as they would say in the punk days. Is that is that what they would say? 
Elon, Elon, the first video I watched was you and Patty eating cereal <laughs> around Christmas. Uh, I only started watching this channel over the past few months. I found Riley, Colleen, and Gio's channel before this one. Okay. That's it, awesome, man. Yeah, it sounds like Colleen's an honorary Omnibro. Yeah, I know, right? One off, lol. The omnibus collector was right about the tech, but it worked out for us all. Hey, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> He's got that down. Yeah, I know how to do that. Uh, actually, oh, whoops, I better take this down. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Actually, I do know what a Discord is. Honestly, it seems weird to me. At least the one I saw from another YouTuber in 2020. It's just a big chat board. Is that what it is? Is that what yeah? It is? Oh, okay. But uh, Cycle Cleveland created it for me. I mean, I didn't ask him to, but he was nice enough to create it for me. That sounds like the most Cycle Cleveland thing to do, uh, right? And there's uh. And then you can put topics in the side. Mm -hmm. So he made all the topics like Omnidog schedule, goiter discussion for the goiter comics that he reads, um, Omar Roast Room. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone there yet, but I imagine it's full of gifts. I think I think Omar's uh, Discord is has a page of like nothing but clips that James has made of me. <laughs> There's like a whole room of Omnidog being weird cliffs. It's hilarious. I love it. I love it. I think so far, NFL dude's got most of these people beat, though. He's he's claiming mm. September 2016 that he's been with us. Has he? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like that. Oh, he's got all the right lingo. Activate the Han protocol. Been watching since December 2016. Can you guys check what you ordered from IST in September 2017? I actually can. Uh, I can too. I think they keep track of all that stuff. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's see. Where is I have it? For some reason, I always have a tab open there. So let's see. September 2017. Jesus, my account's still active. I haven't. It's been a minute. Order history one through 14. Okay, it's going to take me a minute. I've got 14 pages of orders. This is going to, uh, I don't see how I could. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not bad. It's going 2021. It's back to. Ooh, that was a big order. Ooh, whoa. Oh, that looks like stimulus check time. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty active in 2021. Uh, I didn't have anything for that month. You didn't have anything for September? No, for 2017? No. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> what an exercise this is. 2019. Good grief. Okay, we're getting close. What was the... Uh, well, around that time, did you have an order? Like, um, August, October. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's okay. See. Uh, I got it. <laughs> this is a good one. What did uh, you order? Nine five. Do you, oh, do you want to know what I ordered? Oh God. Oh, you. you what? September two thousand nineteen. Batman damned. <laughs> 
You bought that? I thought we got comp copies of that. I did get a comp copy. That's the only thing that's showing up here. And on my birthday, September 26th. Oh, that shows up as a comp copy. That shows up as a comp copy. I got Batman Dam for my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. That's a t-shirt. Okay, I made four orders in September 2017. Punisher Back to War Omnibus. Oh, that was 2019. My bad. Hold on. Manifest Destiny Volume 5, All-Star Batman Volume 2, Harley Quinn mm -hmm. by Kessel and Dodson Volume 1, Harley Quinn uh, Connor Palmiotti Omnibus Volume 1, Darth Vader. Wow, that's uh, pretty old. I... Darth Vader by Gillen Omni, Batman Night of the Monster Man. That wasn't my best purchase. Batman Hardcover Volume 9 and 10, Bloom and Epilogue, Kaiju Max Volume 1 and 2, Unstoppable, good grief, uh, Unstoppable Wasp Volume 1, Black Beetle Hardcover Volume 1, Wicked and Divine Hardcover Volume 2. That was just September 5th. Yeah, that was a, that was a big year for you. <laughs> yeah nice. i don't know that i well i'll read the second one but the other ones are kind of small this is for september 12th legends of the dark knight jim apparel volume three superman reborn hardcover harley quinn rebirth uh book one empowered deluxe volume three that's not here anymore marvel two and one hardcover volume two that's not here anymore Green Lantern Trade Paperback for Rebirth, Volumes 2 and 3. Ooh, Lady Mechanica, La Dama de la Muerte. <laughs> Saucer Country, Britannia, Volume 1 and 2. And Superman Action Comics, Rebirth, Volume 1. Those were good years when Rebirth was, when Rebirth was a thing. Oh, yeah. No, I love the beginning of Rebirth. Yeah, Rebirth had a lot of good gems, man, when it first popped back up. Oh, my God. Superman was finally good again. Yeah, he he was good at the very end of New 52 when Gene Yang took over. And then Dan Jurgens, I think, wrote the, the Superman and Lois Lane book that established that there was a, a new Superman on Earth when the other one was dying. Mm-hmm. I think that was Superman and Lois Lane. I don't have them right here. Uh, but yeah, Rebirth was so good. It was fantastic. For yeah, Batman and Harley Quinn. Well, my three are Batman, Harley Quinn, and Superman. Those are the three I get everything of. Bat, uh, oh, Bat Jesus. Hey, what's up? Bat Jesus has been here for a while. Uh, Sazmurth. Wow, Lou wasn't kidding about 2016, Just No, no, we weren't. I, I never... I don't joke about 2016, Jess. <laughs> yeah, you want me to go back to 2016? That's even oh. worse. Oh, oh man. just you know what? Um, you know, entertain us. Pick a <laughs> random date in 2016 and see what you get. Who, me or the audience? You. A random date in 2016, like a random uh, okay, 2016. IST order. A random IST order from 2016. Uh. Okay, let's see. 2016. Well, wait. We started in 2016, so just why don't pick I pick a, 
pick another oh. random order from IST from 2016. See what we get. Okay, let me go to 2016. My first, actually, my first order with uh, IST was Doom Patrol in 2014. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Doom Patrol omnibus. Oh, 2017 takes up a whole nother page. Ooh. We're getting to 2016. Here is 2016 Jess. Okay, I'll pick November 1st. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this. Marvel Masterworks Black Panther Hardcover Volume 2. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl Hardcover Volume (laughs) 1. Choices were made that were later. <laughs> uh, Teen Titans, a Silver Age Omnibus. Still have that. Star Wars Heroes for a New Hope, hardcover. I have that. War of Kings Omnibus. No, I do not have that anymore. Oh my gosh. What is wrong with me? Dark Knight 3 Master Race, number six. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas hardcover signed limited edition. I still have that. Did you get your knees? You had your knees done around this time, right? It, yeah, I picked November 1st and they got done in June and July of 2016. No. You were on pain pills. So this explains some of these choices. Yeah. Northlanders book two. I still have that. Outcast by Kirkman volume Ooh. one. Ooh, that was rough. Uh, that's when you and I, I think, invented the Golden Kirkman because of Outcast. We were like, haven't we seen this already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm too much of a nerd to not mention that I just completed my Death's Head collection, including the Transformers and Doctor Who issues. One is happy. I awesome. I don't know what any of those are, but if you're happy, I'm happy. <clears throat> She was very active in the roast room. <laughs> Discord was forced upon Jess, which is very on brand for Omnidog. Uh, Freddie knows me pretty well. No, it's not a competition. That's true. The Omar roast room isn't as full because we don't watch that channel. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you what my first order was. Fantastic Four Behold Galactus Monster Size for $29 in late 2018. The one I initially saw was for this one anime manga YouTuber. Most Oh, most of the Discord people were his co-workers and they were telling all these inside jokes. It was like a place of worship, like Omnidog's Discord, right? I see. Larry's goes back to 2019. I think I was mainly DCBS before that. Oh, here's Jewish Dragons. What up? Hi, everyone. Just dropping in to say happy anniversary. I have to run, but I'll catch the show later. Thank you, Jewish Dragons, for your support. DCBS and IST. Omar's like a coffee bean. He's made for roasting. (laughs) Yeah, um, I... If, if I could, I mean, I could have a whole show just reading you my 2016 uh, books. I When I got to my sister's place in May, I had so many books and I had put them all up. Not all of, I mean, hardly any of them were for me. I had found them for people in the group. They were out of print. The whole idea of that omnibus group was 
I mean, it's not like that now, but it started out, Riley started it so that uh, um, instead of going to eBay and Amazon for inflated prices and finding out of print books, you could come to this group and hopefully everybody would find things for other people that needed the books. Mm-hmm. And so I really got into it. I was like, okay, give me your orders. I'm going to go to every comic shop I can in Northern California and Oregon. And I took my, <laughs> my sister, she's so great. Um, she helped me. I, I packed up 25 boxes <clears throat> and took them. It took three um, dollies to wheel them into the little t- Oregon. Uh, I forget the Jackson, Jacksonville, Oregon. And they immediately, I said the, they were all media mail and they immediately ripped open two to make sure they were books and not, you know, something that I was trying to scam them on. <laughs> so, like I sent 25 boxes out to 25 different people that needed X-Men one omnibus. I don't think I found that, but I found tons of smaller hardcovers and trade paperbacks that were hard to find. Do you remember the Annihilation days when that omnibus would go up on in the Facebook group or anywhere and it would be gone within a few seconds? Yeah, I do. Would also, your, your Facebook messaging box was always, um, can you get me an Annihilation omnibus? That was a reoccurring joke for about the first year of the show where people kept asking you, hey, can you get me an Annihilation omnibus, please? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I created a monster kind of because people thought I could just go out and find things. Yeah. I remember yeah. Secret Warriors, which just now came back into print. I found a bunch of those, I remember, in the beginning. That was an Omni that I could find. But Annihilation, uh, that was a hard one. And that was the one that you needed to start the whole five book war of kings or whatever it was saga mm-hmm. uh larry was wrong his ist account started in 2011 whoa we're just kids compared to you my ist history goes back to 2015 buying the recommendations of omnibus collector and you were known as hardcover back then god man no no do the birthday order for 2016 was that are you asking me to do that? <laughs> uh, watching Lou's videos helps me. Wait, get back. It helped him get back into comics nine years ago. Bat Jesus said, cheers. Oh, that's awesome. I'm always happy to hear that. Who's doing this? That's probably oh. Gabe. Gabe or Gio? Yeah. Here's the other third dude. What's up? <laughs> I, I just grabbed dinner. Bell Taco? Taco Bell? No, I uh, that was not on the way back for me. I, I went to Chipotle instead. Nice. I, th- I thought about it, though. I was like, should I go all the way down that way and swing back around? Um, here's Kenny. hey Kenny. Thanks for joining. Uh, this is a good question, Freddie, because I spent 50 bucks on Astounding Wolfman and was really pissed at it and poured root beer on it. <laughs> I, I, uh, Outcast was before, because I didn't start my own show. 
until after this show. So I didn't start my own show till 2017. Mm. So yeah, Outcast was before um, Astounding Wolfman. Riley, were, are you a burrito guy or are you a bowl guy when it comes to Chipotle? Usually burrito, but I got a bowl today mm. um, just for ease of consumption on camera. Because I've done the burrito on camera before and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see oh larry the guy that doesn't like trade paperbacks in 2011 got 104 dollars worth of trade paperbacks that's funny oh yeah these were other ones that were hard to find hickman avengers garth ennis oh yeah garth ennis punisher fear agent library editions that's right mm-hmm. yeah Hickman FF was a major whale. This sounds like it might be Gabe. God, yeah. First Time Disorder was the second printing of the Death and Return of Superman and Wonder Woman by George Perez Omnibus. William Lee. Speaking of Annihilation, Omnibus says, what is the whale you spent the most on that you are ashamed of spending so much, LOL? Ooh. <laughs> uh... I think at one point, it just one book or a series, because I know we've dropped cash on a series of omnibuses back in the day. When, but I, I think he's asking for out of print books. Like if we went on eBay and said, "I need Thor Volume One for three hundred dollars," which is what it was going for back then. So I dropped almost. 500 on the captain america brubaker series uh oh all five books yeah that was a good deal though oh but a couple of those were like 75 bucks but you mostly didn't pay that much over cover no 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 no. that was a good deal because a few of those were out of print at that point yeah, oh, yeah. Some of those were yeah some of those were fetching for a good price but the guy was selling them for a decent price i think i paid close to five for the whole series that's, That's probably not, the most I've dropped. I'm still embarrassed that I apparently bought Unbeatable Squirrel Girl back in 2017. Well, decisions were made. <laughs> I bought it back then, and I bought it when the Omnibus came out. Well, I have the Omnibus, too, because I'm supposed to read it with Kristen. <laughs> oh, yes. It was, it was on sale for like 70% off on IST, which oh, by the way, is not associated with this show. This is not a sponsored show. We love <laughs> IST, but this does not count. I mean, we'll promote them, but we're not going to submit it as a real show because it's not on the schedule. Yeah, this was very impromptu. Um, I feel like, gosh, what book? Um, I, I, I really tried not to buy anything over cover and that's why I was, a such a big proponent of helping people because I didn't want anybody else to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I may have bought the first Wolverine for like one thirty. Was that terrible? That was out of print too at the time. I know um, I spent cover price on the inferno oversized hardcover so i was 75 but i stuck really firmly to my no over cover price rule for stuff 
It's the ep. Freddie says it's the epic Rye guy. When was the first time he ate live? <laughs> I have vague <laughs> memories of Riley driving after picking up dinner. LMAO. That was a very different time. <laughs> Uh, uh, Omnibus group The rule's still there But yeah, the spirit of helping and finding Disappeared entirely with stimulus Put up some single issues for free And everyone wrote me sharing They were going to flip them Bah What? Yeah, it's always crazy to me uh, How we've been Because when you think about it We've been a part of some people's lives For years And years and years and years And a a lot of people in the chat right now are people that tune in very regularly for almost every single show that we do. And I'm sure there's some people in there that have been tuning in since close to the beginning that have just never interacted in the chat and everything. Yeah. And it's really, it's, yeah. 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 It's really appreciated. And it's, it's really cool to think about how all of us have grown and how all of us have kind of expanded in some ways and more than others. That's, that's me. Um, <laughs> uh, and, just the consistency of what this show has been to certain people is really, really awesome, I think. And I'm, I, I, when we first started this, I kind of started it because, one, I was being petty because another show was terrible. And I'm like, we could do a better job than this. So oh. I, <laughs> I was like, we can do a better job. Um, and I didn't think we'd be here seven years later. I didn't think we'd get a sponsorship or anybody would really watch us. I'd be like, yeah, let's fucking do it. See what happens. Yeah, well, we have very fine condition to thank for that. When he, uh, when you took a break and we got Omar as your replacement, he was the one that helped us get the uh, in stock trade sponsorship. Um, uh, and then he left us, spit on us, and let no. He uh, we went on to bigger things, and uh, I, I, he has the. I wish he'd. Um, I should call him and tell him to get on the show. Riley Moore, no. I I did actually forget when you called me. I was like, I knew, <laughs> I, like, oh, I knew that. <laughs> I, like, I had oh, your number. <laughs> I had your number pulled up as, almost as soon as you said I can do it, but I'll forget it. Um. Now let's see. Razor has a question. How many books did you buy in 2016, Jess? If you pulled up your IST order history, well, I just had it up. I mean, I can give you the numbers if you really want them. It, it, so, for context, it was no joke. 2016, Jess, we would sit back and just let you go for about damn near an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you would go and we, we would just sit back, man. It was fun. It was fun. We used to, when we did once a week shows, we would go till oh. 12. 11:30 at night we would start yeah. around eight and we would bullshit for about two hours <laughs> and then it wasn't till about i would say 10 o'clock that we were like all right let's actually talk about comics and then that would last about another two hours my ex was so fucking pissed at me throughout a lot of that because she's like i can't believe you're doing this and it's almost midnight still i'm like yeah we're having fun oh my gosh um, I can't, I'm not sure when it was, I, I'm sure it was 2016 when I got a 60 pound package from IST, 60 pounds. 
the mailman, right? You oh, tipped him. I it was a it was a young woman, a young, tiny, skinny woman that brought it. And I the next day I ran out and gave her a 20 and I said thank you because mm -hmm. she was on our route for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh you gotta keep the mailman happy. <laughs> but 60 pounds, I I was like, why didn't they just break this up into two packages? I barely got it into the house. Yeah. They'd they'd break that up now. In the maybe even three. Have you ever had the embarrassing order? The oh my god, what is this? Where you get a photo, you're at work or you're somewhere else, and you're like, Well, I'll deal with this later. Uh here's an order that's nothing but valiant. <laughs> the great valiant stream 2016 i'm trying to get a date on it where holy shit valiant harbinger one xo one and two harbinger wars one harbinger deluxe volume two armor hunters unity volume one archer and armstrong volume two bloodshot reborn bloodshot deluxe the valiant ivar timewalker Irredeemable vo Premier Edition Volume 3. Boy, that was a long time ago that those came out. And Shadow Man. What what day is this? Oh, that was December. The very end of December. December 31st, 2016. And that was the end of 2016 Jess. <laughs> he went out strong. He went out real strong. <laughs> Man, the Valiant hype train. That was that was just a non sequitur. We were talking about, yeah, but we think Valiant's going to have a really good year this year. They've got a lot of good titles. And then it caught on like wildfire where I think most of the people in the group, they cleared out IST stock of, of almost everything Valiant at the time. It was like a mania for three months mm -hmm. where we were just talking Valiant and the group was talking Valiant. And then those books... Uh, became really hard to find because they never reprinted anything. No, yeah, no it was funny. Cause there was like, I think maybe a couple of those hardcovers when, when it all started that had were hard to find. And immediately when I realized what was happening, I was like, Oh shit. Cause I, <laughs> I, I think when we first did that show, I was mentioning like, yeah, I <clears throat> was reading them in paperbacks and really loved like all of those valiant titles. I want to get back into them. And get the hardcovers and and then it started rolling and then i had to go and make the move and just buy all of those hardcovers as soon as possible that's <laughs> that must be what i was doing in december buying everything i could that may have been the think, 60 pounder because that one added up i think most people were i think after that most people were trying to snatch up whatever valiant they could snatch up at the time and to its credit that was a really great era of Valiant. Valiant was really kicking ass, man. They had a lot of great talent, a lot of great artists, a lot of great, great stories. Harbinger, Harbinger Wars was great. Bloods, um, what is his name? Bloodsport, not Bloodsport. Um, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Bloodshot was really good as well. A lot of good titles. And now it's kind of sad to see what happened to Valiant, man. Where Are they even putting out that one book a month? Are they still doing I that? I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't. I, haven't up. I remember I liked Exo Man of War and Harbinger, Harbinger Wars. Uh, at that, at that time, I don't know if Book of Death had come out, but there were. When we started talking about it, 
There were two books that were already really hard to find. Book of Death um, had already come out because that that's one of them that that I never got. Oh, because it had already been snatched up. Yeah, I think that one and the first Bloodshot hardcover, maybe. Oh, okay. Which I wasn't in like a super hurry to get because like I had already read that material and I was like, it's fine. It's not my favorite. I think it was like the stuff on the second Bloodshot hardcover where it got a lot better for me. Mm-hmm. But um, Alex uh, Sherlock had it in, in Australia and he sent it to me. So I wound up oh. being able to get that. Nice. That's serious postage from Australia. I know. Yeah, he, he went out of his way to, to get that out there. Last October 20th with two symbiote Spider-Man TPs. My my first order was uh, whenever the in, Invisibles omnibus came out. And I, I believe I've told this story before, <clears throat> probably a couple times, but I was looking for a place to buy it, and it was uh, an expensive book. Uh, I don't remember if the cover price was 125 or 150 but... Um, a friend of mine had uh, found a listing online and he was like, oh, if you want to get it, like it's cheaper over here at this site called InStock Trades. And I was like, hmm, I'd never heard of this site before. So I went there and I looked at it and I was like, it doesn't look terribly reputable. Uh, <laughs> they but had a I- wonky interface back then. Yeah, it was it was very like outdated or whatever, but I uh but I looked it up and uh bought it and sorry, I'm looking at the yeah, it was a $150 book. And wow. so they had it on sale for I want to say around like 80 or 90 or something like that. So a significant discount. And I remember buying it and uh a day or two later I got an email where they were like <clears throat> some of our copies are damaged and you can get <laughs> an extra however many percentage off if you want to get a damaged copy. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to get the good one. And so, yeah, that was the first thing that I bought from them. And then from there, like after knowing that that one purchase was good to go after that, I like never turned back. That's where I ordered all my stuff. I'm sure I learned about them through your Tumblr where I met you. Probably. I don't know. I would up there. Uh, yeah, because I remember I I don't know how I found your Tumblr, but it was a a bunch of reading orders and everything, and I glommed onto that Tumblr probably around 2014, I guess. August 2012 was my first was when that book came out, so that's oh, when my okay. First- <clears throat> and so uh, your blog is when uh, I bought I found Secret Wars for you. That was the first thing I ever did for anybody. Mm-hmm. Because I, I showed my small um, omnibus collection in the in that bl- blog. I sent in a picture, or I just posted a picture. And you were like, ooh, that's Secret Wars. And I'm like, that's all over the place. I'm happy to get it for you. That's a book that I could find. I remember Secret Wars was out of print. And so was Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis was going for like $300. Was it Really? I, that's a hundred and fifty dollar book, I think. Yeah, that was that was going for a lot that first printing. Oh! Hundred and fifty, yeah. I wound up getting it on the second run. Uh, and I have read this because it's out of the shrink wrap, which is your first sign. 
and it doesn't need to be the binding doesn't need to be relaxed because I read it. Have, oh do my I god! Anything? No. You remember? You remember the era where DC was just putting out ridiculously, stupidly huge omnibuses that nobody could actually feasibly sit down and read. Chewy, please leave me alone. You mean like I'm Green not- Arrow? <laughs> and Green Arrow, Invincibles. I'm not Invisibles. The Invisible, yeah, yeah, the Invisibles. Invisibles, right? Down, down, down. Doom Patrol was like that too. Yeah, Doom Patrol's huge. Brother, get down. Yeah, they put out a lot of chunky monsters. Oh, and the Bear Trap um, Hawkman omnibus. God, those. those oh yeah. Old, with the old binding, shoot. <laughs> and I, I read that. Uh, I read Hawkman and the first Teen Titans omnibus from those old, like super terrible binding. It was uh, not the most fun. I liked them. I liked both of them, but I did not continue with Teen Titans until they re-released it way later with better binding. Uh, N-Man remembers Omnigeddon, September 22nd, 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. So that must have been been a big week for Omnis, because I I remember a couple of months straight, we had a couple of Omnigeddons where there was just a ton of stuff that was being put out. Larry's Library, this is what he paid. Alias cover, Avengers, a little over. Man-Thing, a little over. Kirby, Captain America, a little over. Tomb of Dracula, too much over. Well, thank you for being honest. I get it. Those are some classic shows. <laughs> I will yeah. I will say that <clears throat> I've spent uh I have spent overcover on manga. I'm a little more forgiving with that because individual volumes are cheaper. So it's not like, you know, because usually I would give myself a little bit of leeway and be like, oh, if it's a book, like 10% over cover price or something. If I found it like that, I'd be fine with that. You know, like if it's something I've been looking for for a while and it's a hundred dollar book and I see it for 110 and that's the lowest, I'm not going to be like, "Eh, no, 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 I can't do that. Um, And that didn't really ever happen. But with manga, I would allow myself to go like, uh, depending on the situation, I'd say like 50% or 100% over. So like a $10 book for up to $20 Mm. is not crazy because it's so cheap, but the the real winner is that usually I look at it from terms of like an entire series. So if there's a 20 volume series, I try to get that entire series for under 200 bucks. So, a hun- uh, you know, a couple volumes I might spend over, but in the end, um, which is what happened with this uh, rare title like uh, Ultimate Muscle. It's a 27, 29 volume series, but I found the whole thing. I spent over cover on several volumes, but I got a lot of them for super cheap. So it wound up being undercover in total. Uh, Derek Tyler is here. I'm going to run to the restroom. So I'll be right back, guys. Okay. Oh, William Lee. That's an old story. Just knows probation pie. So for those of you that that have not heard the probation pie story, because we got a few listeners in here. Why don't you fill them in, Jess? What what was probation pie? <laughs> this I feel like this was 2016 or early 2017. I, 2016 sounds right. Uh, <laughs> it was a friend's birthday, 
And he liked coconut cream pie. Mm. And also my therapist at the time, she said, oh, uh, this restaurant has such good coconut cream pie. And I tasted it and I went back to her and I said, okay, I'm going to bring you some coconut cream pie that's actually really good. So I made from scratch with the graham cracker crust and doing the cream and everything. I made coconut cream pies, three of them, two to give away and one to keep. Uh, I got a big order of Omnis on Saturday. It was like a stack, probably six books. And I put them on the counter as I was looking at them lovingly, eating my piece of uh, coconut cream pie. And I was alone in the kitchen at the time, and I got really sleepy from the coconut cream pie. And so I had to go upstairs and take a nap. And two hours later, I come down to Mrs. Omni Dog looking at six Omnis on the counter. And she put me in timeout. She said she put me on probation. <laughs> I couldn't order any books for like the next two or three months. No big ones. I was stuck with only little ones. So she put me on probation. She was not pleased at was all. A, it was the worst nap you've ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good nap. It was when I woke up that things turned south. <laughs> I remember that. that that was an ongoing joke for a while where things were coming out and you, I, I can't, I can't, I can't risk it right now. Right. <laughs> uh, this is a good question. What percent of your 2016 buys would you guess you still have? What percent do you oh, think 2016 buys make up of your collection? Uh, nothing. I don't we have any of that. Lou's gone digital uh, and stayed firm with that. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at what I ordered and what I still have, um, what percentage of 2016 make up your collection? I don't know that one, but I would guess I have about 50% of those buys. I, you know, Outcast, gone. I sold that. The Marvel Masterworks Black Panther, uh, those went out of print, and so I sold that. Uh, and Elon, how dare you? I still have all my Valiant. It could cover a, a few months of my health insurance, but I have it all still. Uh, so, yeah, I kept all my Valiant, but then some of those other books, Squirrel Girl, I sold later. Squirrel Girl. What were you thinking? I don't know. Thank you, Jesse Say What. Good to have you. You've been here a while. Sazworth, my first IST order was November. I'm alone now. Power Pack Omni Volume 2 for $43.75. I'm oh, here. here. Oh, you're here? Okay. Here's Craig. What up, Craig? Beyond Comics. Thank you. Happy 7th anniversary, gentlemen. And Jess. That's another story. I usually miss the lives because of time zones, but always catch the repeats. My wallet has never been the same since. Appreciate y'all. Good to see you, Beyond. Yeah, gentlemen and Jess, when Lou gets back on, uh, we can tell that story. <laughs> Highest I've gone this year from Freddie was cover plus shipping. Splashed on a, oh yeah, this was cool. He showed me this. Splashed on a Stan Sakai remark for Saga Book 9 from his site just to feel better. All my Yuzagi Yojimbos are paperbacks. <clears throat> True Graphic is here. Whoop, where is he? 
Hey, Omnibros. Sorry I'm late. Congrats on seven years. Thank you. Um, we, uh, did you hear that uh, uh, Beyond Comics said happy an uh, anniversary, gentlemen and Jess? <laughs> that is I'm when sorry. on from IST and Emily's uh, whole family was watching. I, I remember now. <laughs> and i feel like it was oh. a monday and i feel like oh i know omar and gabe were on and i guess you guys oh, were on no. and um i emily, wasn't i wasn't on but i heard later okay and emily's mom and dad and her sister were all in the uh watching emily's uh interview with us because before that we had interviewed cameron from ist and, and emily's from ist and after Emily got off, I think it was time for hauls. And I had hauled something that I couldn't show. I couldn't, it was like a Kickstarter that I was like, oh, whoa, I can't show that. Whoa, I can't show that. And I was getting ready to show some inappropriate pictures. And, but I wasn't looking at the screen. And Emily's mom was still in the chat. And Gabe and Omar going like, Jess, Jess, don't show it. Don't show it. Emily's mom's in the chat. And I wasn't paying attention. So I was just going through these graphic pictures of whatever I bought. And then I looked up and she was saying goodbye. And she said, no worries. Thanks for everything. Good night, gentlemen. And Jess. <laughs> Very much calling me out as not being a gentleman. I forgot about that detail of that story. Uh, Iku's here. Ah, uh, yes, 2016 Jess. Here's White Wolf. What up? Uh, White Wolf is on a campaign to get me to read Invincible. How could anybody forget the drunken ramblings of Riley Moore explaining <laughs> to us Civil War II and what a piece of trash that book was? The deeper you got into the book, the more you drank that night, by the way. <laughs> I, I cleared out like the majority of that bottle. It, it was it was almost full and it was almost empty by the end of the night. Uh, <laughs> and, and I I've mentioned this several times before, but I definitely went home from work the next day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I don't know what like I was thinking when I was doing because it was like I think originally I planned on just having like one glass and just you know sipping at it, but we went on and on and like. It was funny. So I was like, eh, fuck it. What's the worst? <laughs> I you found out. You almost threw up in a rental car the, the next day. That was the problem. Yeah, I, I did. I did almost in a in the van that was bringing us into the into the tarmac or whatever for the par the airport parking garage. God, that that was a day. <laughs> Yeah, that was a classic. I can't even remember. I mean, pe people, I know Geo can usually find that episode, but it wasn't like, it's not labeled Riley's Drunken Rant. It was, it just came up in the middle of a show. So I don't even know how to find it. Well, but I don't remember. Was Civil War II like supposed to be the topic for the night? No, it just a tangent hit, and you and you somebody probably in the chat said something about Civil War too, and you and then I, did I just like I, I'm just imagining like I left the room and came back with a, a 
a highball. <laughs> you did. You, you had a glass and it just seemed to be full and empty and then full and empty. God. But yeah, you started out sipping it and you could just watch the progression on the air. Yeah, and I was, was getting good. more and more upset. Like that was the book that just broke me. Because <laughs> I'm able to find like, usually I'm able to find some good in everything. Mm -hmm. No, like the, the best I could say is that the art was good, but like, what the fuck Bendis? <laughs> what were you doing? Oh, he wrote that? Yes. Oh, I don't think I picked up on that. That's it, where yeah, Bendis and Thanos uses a rocket launcher, right? Yeah. Hulk. Yep. <laughs> and it hurts her, which makes no sense. <laughs> when you think about how many times She-Hulk has been shot with a rocket launcher. He puts her out of commission, dude. Like, she pretty much dies and comes back. She goes into a coma. She comes back for the Mariko Tamaki run, where she turns all gray. She's all scarred and stuff, because Thanos shot her with a rocket launcher. Was, it, was that the one where somebody took Hawkeye out with an arrow? It, where Hawkeye kills Hulk with an arrow. Oh, okay. Hawkeye kills that's, Hulk. That's where, and that's like the the like I'm not gonna say the only good thing, but the best thing that came out of that that series was Immortal Hulk, because that's where Hawkeye shoots. Like Banner tells Hawkeye, "If you see me turning, just do it." And so Hawkeye does it, and I think he goes on trial for it, which was also stupid because it's like, dude, he literally told him to do it, and he's a superhero. <laughs> the Hulk was going to like go and and cause. You know, he was going to hulk out and do bad things, and he was stopping that. Why are you putting him on trial for that? I, I, I like somewhat remember these things happening, and there was a whole bullshit with like, there's a, uh, an, an inhuman. I was going to say mutant, but it's an inhuman because this is when they were pushing the inhumans, uh, who was like basically won't be an inhuman for long. <laughs> they're all going to be mutants <laughs> again. Um, who, who could tell like the future, and and and. Uh, Captain Marvel wanted to use him like Minority Report style and oh, God, Tony was that. against it and I was like really Tony's the one that you're going to have be like the arbiter of justice in this story what <laughs> it was wild it was wild and there are a lot of pro like Civil War 1 is not the the best thing that ever happened it's a fun crossover that led towards a lot of really cool stuff but the, the basic concept of it and like the two leads that they chose to be the two sides the opposing sides made sense captain marvel versus uh iron man did not make sense at all no no it doesn't i think they were pushing I, captain marvel hard around that time too i didn't read any of it so i only remember those bits that you're telling me now uh, why, did oh. thanos have a, why did thanos have a rocket launcher he doesn't strike me as a, I mean, yeah, he had a helicopter. In a helicopter? Was it just in his the back of his helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> He's like hanging out of the helicopter with his rocket launcher. It's like that wasn't there a scene in like the scene in Die Hard, right? Like the, the guys. Then he pull out a rocket launcher while the guys are in the helicopter. I forgot. Was it Charles Soul that wrote Civil War II or was that Bendis? No, it was Bendis. Charles Soule could never. Brian, Brian Michael fucking Bendis. 
been in here been here since day one just well before the crossover episode can't celebrate seven years without mentioning emily's mom oh and the probation pie clip apparently in my discord is are you saying in the clip show channel I, there's a channel in my discord that has clips of me i haven't been there so i don't know <laughs> wilkie brown what up thank you what's up buddy seven years man hey guys don't forget tomorrow's batman day i for, i forgot to to leave my cookies out for batman mm. <laughs> uh-oh and she showed up on a second show and you were still showing talking <laughs> naughty stuff oh i don't remember that <laughs> you're just proving her right <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not a gentleman at all. Oh, I forgot about this one. I remember all those shows where Riley's dogs are running. I remember when Riley was taste testing those military or NASA ration packs. I forgot about that. Yeah, I had the, the MREs because the location, enterprise location I was working at at that time was the one that like drove took vans and stuff to the nearby army base and one time they dropped off one of the vans um and in the back of the van was just like 50 boxes of mres and each box had like 25 individual meals Ooh. and we were like hey did y'all want these back and they're like oh no nah, y'all can keep them or throw them away or whatever and so they literally um they just stuck them in the back of the office and that that location happened to have a really big room in the back of the office and so they they just put them in kind of a pile like you know arranged them and i got there after this had happened and so i asked the manager i was like what's up with that and he explained it to me and i was like can we take them and he was like uh yeah i guess if you want like i don't they're they're gross and i was like free food <laughs> at the office when i was hungry i would like bust them open because some of them i don't know if y'all remember like they'll they'll have like well not some of them all of them have like a dessert and it's usually like a, a skittles or a reese's pieces so at the very least i was like free candy um <laughs> but i started to actually like try the the meals themselves and that's what i brought on the show and I don't remember exactly what I ate, but I, I'm pretty sure something I ate was disgusting because some of them suck. Like they, some of them taste like ass and <laughs> some of them taste pretty good. But it's like, I don't know. It was fun, though. I, I enjoyed um, messing with that stuff when I did. I got um, ice splattered shit all over my glasses and it's all gross. Just just share screen and scroll to top of clip show channel and play some greatest hits. Are they are they Omni Bros greatest hits? They might be just as great as hits. Yeah, if they're just I mean if there's one uh if there if there's I, I if there's one of me breaking my tooth on the pizza, that'd be good. And also uh when uh, little Nemo knocked over my Coke onto my laptop keyboard. I, I, you know what, Jess, I, when you broke your tooth on pizza, I also wasn't there for that one. <laughs> I wasn't there for a lot of them when stuff <laughs> happened. I'm noticing that. But afterwards, I was like, how do you break your tooth on pizza? And I have broken my tooth on pizza since. So 
Yeah, it was cold. It had we had eaten pizza that night and brought some home, and we stuck it in the and it was thin crust like uh, from a place called Mama's Kitchen, which actually is really good food. But it was thin crust, and by the time I pulled it out of the fridge, it had gotten really ice cold, and so yeah. the crust was hard as a rock, and it caught my incisor like right in the middle and just cracked it so much so that I had to get an implant. This I, show's been uh, expensive for me. <laughs> I had to get an implant. I had to get a new laptop. I had uh mine was like the crust of my pizza was really tough. And so I was like eating the pizza itself and I get to the crust and I just like felt like one of my molars just crack. Like, damn it. Yeah, I felt I didn't when I say I felt it crack, it's not like it hurt. I just felt that it it cracked. And then I pulled the piece of the tooth out. Did, did you have to get just a crown or did you did you uh crack it so deep you needed an implant? I need I need to get I still need to get it fixed. Oh, oh, how long ago was this? Um, I don't remember, but <laughs> still haven't fixed it. <laughs> You've had a half but, a tooth in your mouth for that long. No, it's like a not even a quarter of a tooth at this point. The oh, back, okay. The back. Yeah, in fact, here. Oh wow! Oh wow! Hmm. So, I'll get it fixed at some point. I'll probably get a gold tooth. You know, get a little bling going. <laughs> yeah, you're okay if it's not hurting. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt whatsoever. Oh, that's good. I, I keep it clean and stuff. Like it's basically just a missing tooth. But um, it didn't hurt when it happened. It doesn't hurt now. It has never hurt the 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 gums. Nothing. Nothing has hurt. So I feel pretty good about it. And that's why I'm like, I'll just do it one day. I'll get it fixed. I'm not in a huge rush. Yeah, you're okay. I think, I think Maybe, the, I'll get it if I can afford it one day. I think one of the funniest moments for me has been when Gabe is just casually grilling <laughs> in the backyard. And you wanted a cat dog Funko Pop. Flock. And Gabe, it, was, it was Flock, it was flock. which is fuzzy. It was nice. It was nice. And Gabe is just casually grilling. And you just see him sit down and he's got the Funko Pop sitting right there in front. He like, that was, he's had some funny moments, but that he didn't even change his expression. I think he had his camera set up or his laptop where he's grilling. And I had said in the Omnibus group that day, I need that cat dog flocked pop, which I still have. It's one of the only pops I still have. And he, God, that was funny. I just couldn't find it. And then he just sits down with it in his lap. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> here's a real question from Next Imaginon. What are currently your most coveted, rare, and out-of-print HCs, TPBs, and what is the most you'd be willing to pay for them in new or like-new condition? I actually have an answer for that. I Lou only collects digitally now. So do you have any, Riley, that you're looking for? Not as far as Western comics go, because I, I literally do have... Every, I want to clarify, it's not because I'm like, oh, I don't buy those anymore. I literally have everything that I want, and I only buy new releases at this point. Um, and anything old that I might want is easy to find. So I do have a list of the manga that I want, 
Um, and I, I guess the, the, the ones that I would focus on the most would be, um, I've been trying to complete, Viz Media has several lines. I've completed their Shonen Jump line, which was a huge task. It was like 1,700 volumes. Um, and then I completed their Shonen Sunday line, which was not as huge of a task. And now I'm trying to finish their Viz Signature line. And this one has been very hard because there's a lot of books that are very out of print. And I would say out of those, my most wanted would be Phoenix by Osamu Tezuka. It's a 12-volume series. Um, I think each volume is, is 10 bucks. So at 12 volumes, $120 cover price is what I would like to pay. But I know that that's impossible. And anyone who heard me say that who's familiar just laughed at me for saying that. Um, because that set of 12 volumes goes for like $1,000 last I checked. Um other than that, I would say there are more in the signature line that I need, but the next one on the list I would love is Go Go Monster um, by Tayo Matsumoto. That's only a single volume, and I don't know what the cover price is, but again, I'd like to pay cover price. So I imagine somewhere around like 20 to 30 bucks is where that one's at. Those are my answers. What is Jess looking for? He wants to be left alone. <laughs> oh man uh well just grab some things i like yp's question here what do you guys think has been the biggest change in the channel for the past seven years i've only started watching in around 2022 what do you think i think um i think we've toned it down a little bit i think um I mean, the biggest change. We don't go to midnight anymore. That's for sure. I would say the 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 biggest obvious change is is Omar's not on the channel at all. Yeah. And on the manga show, excuse me. On the manga show, uh, Gio and I have Colleen join us like two or three times out of the month. That's a good change. Yeah, that was a pretty big change. I think uh, I think we've toned it down a lot since the early days. We definitely don't go to midnight anymore. I think that just the splitting up of the show and doing it three days a week, um, in a way, it's become more manageable because we get everything we want to get out there. It's just not as condensed in one show. It's spread out. Yeah, I think that's a lot of why like those shows went on for so long. Is because everyone wanted to cover so many things. Yeah. And then breaking it up into multiple shows allowed it to be like, okay, Monday is new releases, Wednesday is whatever. And then yeah. Thursday was something else. Because Thursday was our original night when we first started. Jesus, yeah. Thursday was our original night. You're right. We moved everything around. We were doing Sundays. And I think Sunday moved to Wednesday, didn't it? Sunday moved to Wednesday because we just couldn't, uh, we couldn't, it was getting difficult to really get everybody together on Sunday to do it. Um, yeah. So we bumped that to Wednesday and that's kind of been, it's been kind of consistent now for the past two, two, three years where it's Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesday and Thursday are our shows. Yeah. I'm, I've been looking, <laughs> I just got this book and I've been looking for it. I don't it's I have a new book pile and then a couple of other piles 
and I can't find, I mean, I can, I know right where cat dog is, but I can't find this book. Um, volume one, it's called red one. It's oversized. Um, it's Terry Dodson art and volume two is hard to find. It's going for like 75 bucks on eBay and it's only like a $19 book. And I, I'm sure I'm going to find it right after the show. I don't, <clears throat> I can't think of where it would be if it's not right here, but it's mostly because of the Terry Dodson art that I want it, but I'm not paying $70 for it. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't. It's like a $20 book. I guess I'd pay 30 to 35 for it. I, I wouldn't pay 50, but 30, I'd pay 30 or 35 for volume two. Shipping included or not? <laughs> I, I pay shipping. Okay. Um, oh, I can actually show these. These are clips that are here. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Just a sec. Where are those? Nope. Not up here. Do, 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 do. Just as Wonder Woman lose Harley Quinn. Ah, here's Lane Wayne and Raw Shark is Born. These are okay. These are from 2019. <laughs> I'll play Lane Wayne first. You know, one of the saddest things I remember uh, running in, not running, I, uh, I met Lane Wayne uh, a few years ago, got him to sign a few books and he didn't have a huge line or anything, right? But he created like one of my favorite characters, Wolverine. So I talked to him for about 30 minutes. He was such a nice guy. And, you know, we talked about the movies and stuff like that. And then he signed one of my, um, my Batman books. And he was like, man, you know, what's really funny is I get more money out of this book uh, because of the Batman movies than I do for creating this guy right here, Wolverine. He doesn't get anything from the movie Wait, for creating Who Wolverine. is this? Lane Wayne. The creator of Wolverine, John Size X-Men 1. Oh my gosh. So he was saying that for creating Lucius Fox, like he get he got a residual from the movies. Like anytime the movies were released on Blu-ray or they came out in the theater, like he got money for that. At the time, I guess when Wolverine was created and all those characters were created, Marvel didn't have some kind of like <laughs> agreement or uh, contract with the artists and and writers. So that really sucks. <laughs> Talking about a serious matter, you're laughing your ass off. What's so funny? This better be good. Cycle Cleveland is beating you up. I had no idea who Lane Wayne was. <laughs> it was Len Wine. Len Wine. <laughs> of course he corrects me. I was like, who's Lane Wayne? <laughs> Lane Wine. That's who it is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of all <laughs> of all the people correct me. <laughs> Couldn't you have put him in timeout during this time so he could bite his tongue and just <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think it's really Len Ween? I said Len, Len Ween. Wein. Len Ween. Len Ween. Uh, <laughs> Just the look, the look on your face is he said it wrong, and you're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just I love the the like kind of comedic timing of of Jess not knowing at all what the hell he's talking about, 
and then slowly like learning with cycle saying it and then having the realization and starting to laugh and disrupting omar it's it's just a great progression of the comedic moment here i, I just wish i'd see len len Wein's face when he comes up and he goes oh my god mr wayne i'm a huge fan <laughs> I I had no idea who it was. I would have let the whole thing go if Cle Cycle Cleveland hadn't popped in and said, "You're saying it wrong." And that was back when we were doing uh, hangouts when it would switch yeah. screens depending on who was talking. Mm -hmm. That was the birth of Lane Wayne. And I found the book. I had actually filed it, which is rare for me. This is the book, Red One. She's a Soviet agent, and she comes to America. And hijinks ensue. And so it's it's just Terry Dodson art that I really like. Uh, I'm sure the story's serviceable, but it, it's old. It's like 2016. Oh, it's $17. $17 book. Even this one's beaten up. I had to get this one used. Um, Is it written by Dodson as well? No, it's written by L Lane Wayne. It's written <laughs> It's written by Xavier Dorison. Who? <laughs> uh, but Terry and Rachel Dodson are both on it, which I think is an awesome team up. I just love their art. Um, there is a representative page here, but I'll, I should bookmark it. That shows just how great. Okay, here it is. This is what Emily's mom would probably not dig. My That's showing off this kind of stuff. That's tame. That is tame compared to what I was showing that night or not That's showing. I've got worse stuff on the shelf next to me right now. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I've got the this ladies on top. And when they say ladies on top, they really mean on top. Whoa. Yeah. Um Let's see. We also have. Oh, <laughs> you liked it, Lou, when Tyler and I interrupted last year and start took over the stream and talked about cereal. Listen, I was having a real shitty day that day, and I was just not feeling like doing the stream. And Tyler pops in and I and goes, and I thought, oh, I don't know if I can do this tonight. <laughs> but it was. It is one of the best streams i think i've ever had on this show i love tyler's energy that night because it was it was just what i needed it really cheered me up that night here's a clip from it it's really short um we both That's invaded and totally turned the subject towards cereal that is uh, one of my set, favorite shows honestly <laughs> love that this, show. to set this up um when your wife was pregnant she qualified for uh cereal and other uh nutritious things that you were given yeah that's gone down. that's gone now okay <laughs> but that's what this clip references when i play it sony lesser oh until you get free you cereal get free i want to get pregnant yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good what a good bonus we'll talk about that after the stream okay good we'll figure something yeah. out figure out for me <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and I were just going back and forth the whole time talking about cereal. Oh my god, dude, you have no idea how much that that cheered me up that day. That oh, that's so great to know. Yeah, 
It was. It, I needed it. <laughs> I, like I, need to, I need to visit the visit Jess's basement of fun. Let's Everyone go. So much fun. Did, you could, and you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't even have to organize your stuff because Omar did it. Well, he he didn't do X Men, and that's the biggest mess. X Men and Spider Man are woefully out of order. Now, they used to be in order, but now they're out. Um, so if you want to come and organize Spider Man and X Men, or just ha- you don't even have to do that. You can just hang out if you want. My, um, <laughs> I I I should I probably send you a picture of my uh, Spider Man and X Men shelf and give you kind of a. a going idea but i don't I, I don't know exactly how you want to have it organized as far I, as like mixing formats and stuff yeah i'm gonna mix formats because i've got the hardcovers and the omnis I, the oversized hardcovers and the omnis are, are all in order uh yeah. then we get to standard size hardcovers and trade paperbacks not in order mm. and i i tried setting everything up in f- formats and it worked for Omnis and oversized hardcovers, but F this. I want X-Men back in order no matter what the format because I can't re- read it now. I don't know where to start, and I I want to. I actually do want to read uh, some X-Men, and I think like Dawn of X and Trials of X and Reign of X are all in order, and that's about it, but they're numbered, so that doesn't count. I'd like to read an X-Man. Uh, this yeah. one, I so the 90s rant that was one of our really early shows. Whenever I went off about 90s stuff, was very specifically to troll one person that was pissing me off <laughs> in, in the Facebook group. That there was very, very specifically aimed at one person. And I'm gonna say that probably most of what I said I didn't even mean, I was just trying to piss that person off. <laughs> so if, that, if that makes it funnier. Good. If it makes it less funny, I'm sorry, but that's just the fact of the matter. <laughs> I didn't know you uh, could pull things up. You should just be pulling clip questions up that you. Uh... Yeah, I, I got the I got the magic in me. Nice. I got the magic. Oh, we're gonna get taken down if I do that. Well, I but I said it more right than Omar did. <laughs> and and Jess has corrected himself now. Yeah, I have. I do know it now. Still looking for absolute Arkham Asylum. I'm not paying three to nine hundred dollars. Whoa, that's a wide range too that it goes for. The '90s are added again. Uh, if I said that, then then I'm not surprised. That sounds like some. Oh, this is something I'm famous for. Jess, I just found out I started doing a Jess in the last couple of months. I purchased three books I already had. That happens as you get older. Is it? Are you now like Britta from Community, where it's like, oh, she she Britta did again, <laughs> instead of plonking? That's right. That. We used to you call reach, it plonking. You reach a certain age where you're you, you, and a certain level of collection where you just go, I don't have this, and you buy it, and then you probably about a week later look on your shelf and go, ah, oh, shit. Oh, I have a whole stack of those. I'm taking to second and Charles. <laughs> I I'm pretty good with not doing it. I I've done it a couple times, but it's been with with like volumes of manga, which is a little more understandable because it's like 
Ah, shit, I already had volume 17. I, I actually needed 16. Only... Yeah. Psycho um, has some opinions. Whoop. Oh, we're battling for... <laughs> we're bat... I'm trying to put up something, and are you taking it off? No, I didn't press anything. I didn't do anything. Oh, something that say the same as Jess has piles of books and can't find things. That is right. Ani Bro's Greatest Hits featuring Cycle Cleveland. Oh, True Graphic Novel is a Cycle Cleveland... Whoop, that was me. A Cycle Cleveland fan. Nice. <laughs> Cycle's got to get his own channel, but it's it's just going to be his comments on videos. Um. Oh, here's some... Here's a. Did you see the Bla Blast's question for Promised Neverland at, for you at nine ten? I, don't know uh, what I did earlier. I, I didn't. Uh, oh. You can put it up. But the. I mean, the question is just if I'm going to get the box set. I'm not. Uh, I already have the whole series, so it'd be kind of superfluous. And I have a friend um, who she if she buys the box sets, she doesn't collect the boxes, and she'll send it to me if I ask. So, but I don't. I don't need the box. Oh, look at Chris's big, nice comment. Congrats, guys. In the far distant future, the YouTube Omni world will look upon your work and say, those guys started it all. Onwards to Rushmore. Thank Omni you, Chris. Oh, yeah. Aiku remembers effing Little Nemo. <laughs> little Nemo. I I almost uh, bought a Nemo book the other day and, and just for the, uh, the lulls if you will, will, so that I could bring it up on the show and be like, hey, Jess, look. <laughs> I still have that book, but I've ever since then, I've elevated my laptop and made sure that it's higher <laughs> than my desk so nothing can spill. I thought you were going to say that you quarantined the book or something, like never to touch it again. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's filed with in a giant collection of giant books giant giants yeah oh dr elevator thank you for joining we lost blue for a second but he he may be back uh civil war civil war um here's a good question from yp thanks what do you guys think has been the biggest change in the channel for the past seven years i've only started watching in like 2022 I, well, we I, we answered by saying the the show length and stuff. Yeah, um, how we used to do one night a week, really long shows, um, and then we talked about how now it's split up into multiple days. Uh, it used to be Sunday, but now it's Wednesday. And I also mentioned that Omar's not on the channel anymore, but on the manga show, we often have Colleen. And him. So that's what we we both answered. Okay, uh, I remember. I remember when Jess ate that pizza with the honey on it. I don't know what that was called. That was, I think that was hot honey. It was spicy honey that I put on it. Good memory. I, I forgot about that pizza. That hot honey was good. All right, guys. This has been fun, but I got to get going, okay? Okay. Right. Peace and love and happy anniversary. Good night, everybody. Good night. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I forgot to get us gifts. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see let's do, 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 do. 
I think one of my favorite bits of the show is how much Jess laughs every time someone removes themselves from the live feed or get kicked, gets kicked. That always does crack me up. Um, the 90s are at it again. Uh, What's the 90s song from Portlandia? It's like oh, the, I don't know. Uh, of the 90s is something rather... Uh, I haven't seen that. I know I should. It's. I think it's the very first episode. I, I've I've only watched a few episodes of it, but uh, it's like something the '90s are alive in in Portland. Oh. <laughs> well, Tomar's. I mean, I'm the one that said Len Wine, and it's Len Ween. But I I have now learned. Boy, have I learned, Len Ween. Angela Queen of Hell is the trade that Freddie's looking for. Holding the spot are singles. Hmm, yeah, some of those Marvel trades can go out of print quickly. And well, then hopefully they, they, they do something with, with the Angela stuff, like a complete collection to make it easier. Yeah, the Dream, dream of the 90s, uh, Kev said it. The, was it the Dream of the 90s is Alive in Portland? I think is what the song says. Whoop, Kevin and Cycle said. Dream of the, there's Kevin, what's up? The Dream of the 90s is Alive in Portland. I, I would play the clip, but I'm afraid that we'll get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and we should, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to tell Omar that he needs to get on now because we're signing off. Was he, did he say that he was going to like try to or something? Yeah. Hang on, we're going to stop. Hurry. Hurry, hurry up. hurry up, hurry up. That's what Princess Peach used to say in Mario Golf. Hurry <laughs> up. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think I got to most of the... Um, having all the ex-family books in chronological order is glorious, says Edmund Forty. A sight to behold. Remember to include Namor and Deadpool. No. I'm not sticking Namor and Deadpool in any of my X books. I don't have any Namor books. I put uh, Deadpool in mine because uh, he is so prominently featured with the X-Men. But Namor is mostly featured with like the Invaders and the Fantastic Four, even though he's a mutant. So I kept him like the guy. The only one I have is the the john byrne omnibus and the um the depths paperback and that's it so i just left both of those in my standard marble shelves mm, i keep deadpool quarantine to a deadpool shelf. up there he is lane wayne himself lane wayne i thought there was a celebration or a party <laughs> happening. there's like two dudes here by themselves I feel like I've been catfished. It was three <laughs> dudes by themselves, uh, and then Lou had to go. So, hey. where are the where are the ladies? Where where's all these things I was promised? <laughs> you took Lou's place like you did on the show five years ago. Damn. Wasn't that long ago? Wait a minute. Where's Gabe? Where's Gio? Uh, he, he wasn't feeling well, and Gio goes on social media silence on Friday nights through Sunday. Wow, that's a thing. Good for him. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got bargain bin Omnibros now. 
Is that what we are? The lake, the great lake Omni Bros is what we do. We're the great lake Omni Bros. I'm gonna yeah. get, I'm gonna get a drink. I'm gonna get a drink. That's what I've been Uh-oh. doing. I've been drinking. I just drink got off drink? my AMA, and I was like, oh well, if these guys are on, I told them I'd be on at nine, and I'm, I'm coming on here at nine thirty. The untimely Omar. Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> All these people. Let's go, go to midnight for time's sake. Yeah. I thought you weren't. You were the one that wasn't feeling well, wasn't that? Did I miss something? No, yeah, I wasn't feeling well, but this always makes me feel better because it makes me forget. But it has the opposite effect on Gabe; it makes him feel worse <laughs> when he's having a good day. Wow. Uh, I I don't have any Omnibros. Omar raid from Immortal Ibsy. What? Well, so my... That guy was in Miami. Omni Dogs Vault Discord. Oh yeah, here's my Discord. <laughs> AMA raid from Rodimus Prime Rib. Oh, you brought, did you, were you just having an AMA? That's what I'm drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so you brought your viewers over with you. Yeah. I told them I was going to go and hang out with you guys for a little bit. Um, uh, but I was yeah. promised like super hot chicks. And instead, <laughs> here I am with you two dorks talking about comic books. Which, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, at 45, that's just as good. <laughs> uh namor was only in was only was involved with the x-men during fraction gillen you can keep him apart i don't have any namor what's going what's going on with namor are you guys not digging omar i mean i just read that wrong <laughs> no i need <laughs> i've been drinking a little bit okay that's good um i I said my X-Men collection still needs to be put in order, that you didn't have enough time to I do know. it. You need to fly me first class again. I don't <laughs> ask for much. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, you know, actually, it'd be really cool to hang out with Riley. So you need to fly me and Riley to come and do your – we could TikTok it. And people are like, who's this Omnidog guy on TikTok? Everybody keeps going to his house and, like, helping him with his comic collection. Why is he even buying comics if you don't know how to put them on the shelf? <laughs> It'll be a thing. And then when you join TikTok finally in the year 2037, you'll be like, oh, this guy. Yeah. I've seen his videos. Uh, uh, Riley just said he wanted to visit, so maybe we can coordinate that. Well, I don't want to steal his thunder. You let Riley well, go. Well, you just said you wanted to join him. Here's oh, no, it'd be cool to meet Riley because I haven't met Riley. I've met uh, Gabe. I met you. I haven't no. met Lou or Gio, but it uh, would be cool to see them too. Speaking I met you that. and uh, you and uh, Riley and Gabe. This is I was wearing these shoes today, my Thunder and Lightning shoes. These are my I call them my Ride the Lightnings. Wait, highlight you. There you go. Metallica you... album. Oh, oh, is is it a Metallica shoe? Or I thought it was it's, like it's not. It's just they're just bands, but I like I call them my Ride the Lightning shoes. Those are cool. Those I'm wearing cool. my black and blue shirt because it, the colors kind of match. Ah. Look at you and your Evangelion the End poster back there. Yeah, bro. You know what it is? Repre- represent, man. That's, <laughs> That's, awesome. That's old school. That's the Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon type of album That's back like, there. That's That's like the the weeb the weeb Pink Floyd. It's what everybody has. <laughs> it's so good. It's still good to this day. Quack is here. Was he in your uh, AMA? Mm-mm. I haven't seen Quack in a minute. How's it going, man? Um, yeah, 
I feel like I've asked that already. Have I asked the people how they're doing? Hey, T. So in my in my Wait, AMA, I was in my AMA, I was telling a story of like uh, there's this game we play among friends called Telestrations. It's like where you draw things and people have to guess what it is. It's kind of like telephone, oh, yeah. you know. It's really it's fun. A fun game, yeah. So Tina, my buddy mm-hmm. Tina, who is into ladies, as am I. As am I. Uh, Drew had to draw a penis. Um, (laughs) and what she came up with was this monstrosity and i'm like have you ever seen a penis because it feels like you've never seen a penis and this is what you think it looks like (laughs) so they asked her to come on my show to draw one and she tried three different times and then she finally did one i'm like you are you you're you were an art student. How do you not know what this thing looks like? You ever seen like the statue of David or something? Did she like avert her gaze? I don't know what she I don't know what she was channeling. It was not the statue of David. <laughs> well, here I think uh this is one for Omar. Would you consider yourself an old school X-Men fan? An old school X-Men fan. What's old school? I don't know, but how do you feel about that? I'm going to go get something to drink. I'll be right back. Any old school fan will admit Namor belongs in an X-Men section. At the end. Okay. Um, Okay, so he was the first mutant, right? But uh, he wasn't a big part of the X-Men, though, until, what, like, Fraction's run, right? Like, Fraction brought him over during that whole Mutopia, Nation X and all that. Uh, and, And then... He's been in a little of Krakoa, so I don't know. There's this. I mean, how how old is old school? I guess ten years. If that's old school, sure. I consider myself old. I, I feel like it more would be a, a new school fan of the X Men would would include Namor with the X Men because old school fans. I had already mentioned on uh, or before you came in. I think that I would associate him a lot more with the Invaders. Um, and I have him with my general Marvel shelf and not with my X-Men. Oh, like where to put him on your shelf. Uh, yeah. How, how would you associate Namor on your on your shelf? Would you put him with your X-Men? Oh, with your, yeah. I, you, but you know what, though? Like, I don't – I've got – do I have – I don't even have Deadpool over here with my X-Men. And I would normally put him with X-Men, but I think I was just, like, running out of space and I wanted to put other stuff down here. Uh, no, I don't have Namor over here. Namor's with the ends. And yeah. I I do have um I do have Deadpool with my X-Men, but I understand not shelving things accordingly because of space or lack thereof. Yeah, I think what happened was if I if I had added Deadpool, it would have shifted things over. And then I would have to move my Street Fighter and Transformers, and I, I needed a nerd. Yeah, first world problems for sure, man. Uh, may, maybe maybe when I redo the room, I may move Deadpool over here. Never thought about putting Namor over here, though. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would never cross my mind, but... I think you get, you get definitely get stuck into well I don't know maybe I do you get stuck into that era of what you grew up in right and if Namor wasn't with the X Men he was because when I was growing up he was hanging out by himself he had his own series with John Byrne so it, it's to me it's like the idea of like Cloak and Dagger being put with the X Men like I wouldn't put Cloak and Dagger with my X books 
Right. I, I don't either, even though they're mutants, right? Even yeah. though they, they played a big part in a couple of... But I, I would I would question Peter. I would... That's what N-Man is saying. Don't question Peter. I, I, <laughs> I question Peter. That's, that's all you do is question Peter. That's... Uh, yeah, Peter can do whatever he wants to. He's a grown man. But I, I'm still going to tell him otherwise. I love Peter. He can, he can do whatever he wants to. Um, is, is that right? The dynamic works out whenever we do map my X or whatever because we the yell at each other. Yeah, yeah we don't we don't agree <laughs> with everything. No, 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 no. We're a bunch of nerds talking about not important things. It's, it's yeah, this too, Namor. I, I I said earlier I associate him with the in, invaders in the Fantastic Four way more than I associate him with the X Men because he he was really it was fractions run and that was really it. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I didn't grow up with the Invaders, but uh, when it came out, I, I, you know, it's its own shelf. But then, like most of my stuff outside of X Men, it's in alphabetical order. Even Deadpool, Deadpool's thrown in there. But I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I was inspired by Jess's order of things. Yeah, the, um, Josh already answered. But I was going to say Adrian. I think Josh was making a, a, a an innuendo by saying namor was in the fantastic four oh with a winky thingy yeah <laughs> what uh, what, about, what about my deadpool order oh i was saying i think uh i've been inspired by your order of books that you had on your shelf but um, you, you rearranged them <laughs> to just kind of go with the flow and be like yeah you know what i'll just put it here because it's a lot of trouble to go back to the other side of the room and put it back kind of like that okay and you know having your avengers uh, it was really adorable like he had his uh, ultimate avengers and i was trying to teach him i was like no this isn't even the same thing man ultimate avengers he's like but it's called ultimate avengers i'm like i don't give a shit what it's called yes i'm just telling you that's not where it belongs but then <laughs> you're really gonna screw with him when it's the Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate. the six one six, yeah. Ultimate six one six. I didn't, well, we didn't get that far because that's not an omnibus format yet. Maybe one day. Uh, then he's gonna be like, "But Omar told me that it's not in the mainline universe. That's the Ultimate Universe." But this one was it Al Ewing that did it. Yeah. This <laughs> one is in the main universe. So does that like, one go up with the real Avengers? I mean, the it goes up with the real Avengers, the six one six Avengers. Yes, yes. Yeah, because uh -huh. well, Ultimate you know Avengers got moved down next to Ultimates. What got me the other day was when I was reorganizing my library. Was um, I was putting in all my Miles Morales books, and that goes. The first one is Ultimate, and then the next two are not. And I just elected to put yeah. them all with the Ultimate stuff anyway. Yeah, I do that. You know, dude, I do that with, uh, oh, like, you know how some books, sorry, I'm, I'm a little drunk. Uh, <laughs> there are words coming out of my mouth. I don't know where they're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> some some books get renamed and I'm like, well, shit, where do I put this? Okay, like, like uh, no, that's a bad example. That's still fucking Batman. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Batman Catwoman. That really doesn't belong after Batman Deluxe Edition Volume 6. Damn it, I'm trying to think of a good one where the title changes and it doesn't start with the same letter and it makes me mad that I have to put it right beside oh, the three yeah. other volumes. 
that have the same, but I have to keep it in chronological order. I'm sure somebody in the chat can know what I'm trying to say here. Right? Are you guys? Ghost Spider. That's a good one. Ghost Spider. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example. If you had the trade paperbacks, the trade paperbacks were Ghost Spider. Uh, but I think in the omnibus is Spider Gwen Volume Two, Ghost Spider. So they did it a little bit better. Freddie throwing out some. Thank you, Freddie, for being sober on a Friday night. <laughs> God bless you. And yes, Spider Verse is a perfect example. It's like uh, Spider Man Superior because Superior interrupts Spider Man, right? So then you go back to Spider Man yeah. when it's uh, back to being Dan Slot again, but it's called Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, first world problems, man. If you don't have problems. That's those are the problems they have. My my problem when it comes to the idea of chronological only is that sometimes then it starts breaking up certain things and like individual volumes might go in between other things. So it's like I, I try I don't know, my Batman section is a mess, right? Like it it's in a way that I'm like, this is fine, but in internally I'm like, God damn it, like it doesn't feel that right. I feel that way too. Because I don't know about you, dude. But I'm like, okay, I don't care that DC says this is not in continuity. In my head, this is in continuity, so I'm putting it right here. Like, those Legends of... If they ever released Legends of the Dark Knight, like, in many volumes, it's going to be so confusing where I'm going to put it. And it's hard to do Batman reading orders because of things like that. Yeah. Where these things took place in the past, but were written during the current time. I mean, we're, I mean technically, they were written during this time, but they took place during... The time when Batman was alone. Yeah, it's or like Batman Year Two or Long Halloween. What do you do? Like, right? You throw away Long Halloween. You put no, Batman, you take year, Batman two year Two out. You <laughs> the trap and jump it in the trap. You shred Long Halloween and you put in Batman Year Two. I, I feel like the majority of any like serious collector walking into another collector's library would just scoff at something. Yes. Like there's gonna be something like you you walk in to my library and you see my Batman section and you'd be like, why the fuck do you have this here? Oh no, I wouldn't do that. I'd wait for you to go to the bathroom, then I'd turn the camera on and be like, It's your boy, Kenny Omar. He made like 12 TikTok videos. Oh, it was so fun because I was like, Oh my gosh, it's like it was like walking into a library. And, and like nothing had been done. It was amazing. It was like starting over a clean slate. I'm gonna go, oh, this belongs here and here and here. And I'm like, because I don't I don't do that with my books, right? Like even when I was packing my books, I'm like, I gotta make sure these books are packed in proper order because I want them, uh, I want an easy time of just take them out of the box, putting yep. them in the shelf. Take them out of the box, put them in the shelf, right? But at Justice House, it felt like 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 his movers box this stuff and they just kind of put stuff everywhere. And I'm like, oh man, it's so much fun just to go in here. Especially when it's not like volume numbers, right? Volume numbers are easy. Like one, two, three. You got, you got, just got that. Yeah. Where would you put Batman Adventures? See, I've got Batman Adventures at the end. Like I have an end to my Batman reading orders that like out, like Elseworld stuff, like Gotham by Gaslight. That's where I keep that stuff. Yeah. I, I do the same, but mine is at the beginning. Like it's all the non-con continuity stuff, and then it's mm -hmm. like things that take place early in his career. So like, but but not the ones that have like are from the series itself. So like, my Tim Sale Jeff Loeb Omni is is 
shelved early in my Batman section, but year one is shelved later. I'm going to put I, Batman Adventures at the very beginning because it's Batman A Adventures. It starts with A. So that's where it's going to go. And then it goes Batman Eternal. No, Jess, what you need to do <laughs> is, let me tell you, is I, this is, it's coming from a friend, not, a, <laughs> not, not just an Omnibro, but Batman Adventures has Mask of the Phantasm collected in it. Yeah. Okay. What you want to do is you take your omnibus and you rip that part out. <laughs> you put in Batman Year Two, and then you super glue uh, Mask of the Phantasm back on. Because if it wasn't for Year Two, we wouldn't have Mask of the freaking Phantasm. <laughs> I just need, need my omnis to go where I know I can find them, and I would look for Batman Adventures right at the beginning, after Authority, Bat and before Silver Age omnibus. I don't know why Silver Age is right there. It should be somewhere else. I, I don't know. That's how you're going to find your Excalibur Volume 1. You're going to be like, oh, <laughs> Batman, what the hell? It probably is here. It's with all your DC books, man. Freaking Excalibur 1. What the hell? I think my Batman the Night is in the earlier section of my Batman collection, but I'm not 100% sure. See, and it's hard to do those two, right? Because you know when an omnibus of Chip Sadarsky's Batman run gets collected they'll probably add that in there and if that happens then then i that makes it easier for me right it makes it easier it makes it easy call um and i'm kind of like part of me is so glad that they didn't do black mirror in the scott snyder omnibus because for that reason because i like keeping my black mirror where i have it because i love reading it in you know a particular uh point of my reading orders yeah, but you know it's just mine though like everybody's is different Here's here's one for oh. Grant for me. Grand design I have at the very end. Yep, That's same right there, right after whatever the hell the newest one will be. Uh, sense of sinister hardcover because I I keep my oversized hardcover X Men and my X Men Omnis together, uh, but I have it at the very end. The hidden years for me would be. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know if I'd want to put it chronologically. I think I will probably put it at the end again because it's it's one of those things that I think it, it'll be a one of, for me it'll be a space thing it'll be like where does it fit better at any given time you know what I mean like yeah I, I think I did that I did that with Batman and some of those uh what was it not urban legends the uh, year one trade paperbacks with uh like the origin stories of. Two Face and Poison Ivy and Scarecrow and Riddler, like I, I had them like scattered about, like where I think they would fit in. So I may do that with Hidden Years, or I might put it at the end. I wish they had done a two point five. That would have been awesome. Then that would have been perfect. That would have been right there between X Men and Uncanny. Yeah, some they, I'm. Mm, it would have been perfect. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Something to go after that one with all those in-between stories would have been great, but at this point, mm -hmm. like, I just don't know what else they can shove in there to like pad it out. It's just going to wind up being a really tiny book. Uh, it'll be. I mean, they could pad it out with all the appearances. Uh, um, oh. And then first class, I, I think, as far as first class goes, if if I put, god damn, guys, 
if I put <laughs> Hidden Years at the end, I'd probably put First Class at the end as well. But if I'm putting Hidden Years chronological, I'd probably put First Class chronological as well. I don't know. It, it's a mess. It, I it's I I change my my mind on this shit more than I change my mood. It is fun though. It is also fun to suggest to people when to read specific things and particular stories. Um, hey, because you know, like I think I really think like if, if if Jess had read Batman Year Two first before Long Halloween, he would have. I would have quit comics. He would he would have been Team Year Two instead of Team Year One and Long Halloween. But you know, it's okay. Can't win them all. Next, Imagine has a very kind. Double part, two parter here. He's sitting, talking I'm, I'm to Chris. Three. Uh, in my, he's saying to Chris Goblin, in my estimation, the Omnibros. He's calling me very fine condition. The Omnibros genuinely did start something, though. This channel and very fine condition did actually gradually galvanize the collected edition, collected, wait, collected edition collectors community to get. Much more serious, calculated, and organized in collecting, more communally organized in those endeavors, and in inviting new readers and collectors into the full... Oh, it is a three-parter. And then... Oh, and then organized. I think that's the end of that. Thank you. Oh, no. There is a third. And it directly communicating with market testing for, and finally, discourse and influence driving for an array of publishers, the principal one obviously being Marvel. Thank you for that. I just I always get a laugh out of his avatar of me wearing your dog mask at your house from like four or five years ago. Did, uh, did you understand the comment, Omar? Are you too drunk right now? I got it. Okay. All right. Uh, he thinks we did good things. Yeah. Thank you. Thank just, you. For just, that. Checking, just checking. I think, uh, you know, there, there's a, there's a lot of truth to that too. Like I, I really enjoyed my time at Omnibro. So when you guys did this at the last minute, I'm like, shit, I already have this AMA scheduled, but I got to make time to come over here uh, because I love you guys. And you guys were very important uh, to, you know, I've said this over and over and I made jokes about, you know, what you all did wrong. I wanted to do whatever bullshit I said, uh, but, but I mean it like, I really do uh, miss you guys. And you guys were a big part of, you know, do doing things on my own. And um, just having that sense of community. I really love the, the group that Riley started. I thought it was a really cool group. I remember uh, there was a certain feeling good, like finding books for people really cheap. Like when I would go, when, when, I don't know if people knew this or not, but like I would travel a lot at my job before doing this shit full time. Like I would travel two to three weeks out of the month it was insane but i would go all over the country and then canada and mexico and it was really cool to feel connected to people like trying to find books for them for cover price or whatever um and i love that and i and i like that feeling of like finding things for people and i don't even know i haven't and i, don't, I still go to the facebook group from time to time. i haven't been there in a couple of weeks i don't even know if people do that anymore like go to comic book stores i just remember seeing that like, hey, does anybody need any of these books here? I'm going to be here for the next hour. That was so cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, I want to do that because I go to, I travel all over the U.S. And I found so many books for so many people. It was really cool. Um, so I kind of hope that that spirit is still there uh, of the group. That was really, 
it was really nice to help people out and i hope people are still helping each other out because you know you you do have people that <laughs> take advantage of that and flip books but hey yeah, uh, before Riley was on, Lou and I were talking <clears throat> about my great uh, Western States, Northwestern States trip, where mm -hmm. I covered all of Northern California and Oregon back in uh, 2016 and got tons of books for tons of people and ended up sending out from my sister's place in Oregon 25 boxes of books to people in the collector's group. Because that's what it started out as in 2015 was, mm -hmm. as you said, helping people find those out of print, hard to find books for less than 10 times cover that we were seeing on eBay and, and Amazon. Uh, and there was that sense of community, man. It was yeah. really cool, like taking pictures. That's where you and I met. Yeah. Uh, I remember taking pictures of my X-Men shelf because people were like, oh, man, this is so confusing. And I'm like, shit, I got you. <laughs> that was a picture. Now it's gotten a lot more complex than that, right? Uh, but it 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 was it, it's really a it was a wonderful start to to everything, and you know, just like all things, it evolves and it becomes something new. So I still feel like I'm an Omni Bro, even though I don't show up because uh, you're I, in our, our group chat all day. Yeah, day. yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> still, it's it's a it's a lot of fun though. Like I love talking to you guys. Um, but I also realize I need to give myself breaks uh, from doing things so much because otherwise, Jesus, man, your brain just blows up. I, I shared this with Jess. I was like, like last year was about like making sure the channel is okay and 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 stays uh, successful and and not even successful, just remains at a certain level when YouTube is changing things. Uh, and I, I realized that I'm like, oh my God, I haven't worked out in a year. So like two months ago when we got back from Japan, so I've been running again and, and doing things for myself and it took, dude, it took a lot to mentally do that. Like to distance myself from the channel long enough to just go for a jog and then lift some weights because every, every minute, and I don't know if people realize this, like every minute was about checking, making sure everything's okay. And making sure you know comments are being asked, make sure the videos are live. Oh my gosh, I think it just it just gets to you so much. And yeah, Tom, so I kind of uh, I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, this year, so it's it's been it's been a great learning experience. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you can get that much content out honestly. Like I I struggle with trying to and I people who actually watch my channel know I don't even do one video a week anymore. I do like maybe two or three a month depending on how things are. But it's it's also because I I work a lot of like other platforms. Like mm -hmm. I'll be on on Twitch. Uh mm -hmm. I do a lot on TikTok. Um so it's it for me it's like trying to figure out how to balance all that but at the same time like keeping up with all the reading as well. Yeah. Which is tough because it's like I don't want to fall behind because then what's the point of me even buying the stuff that I'm buying if I'm not reading it? And then B, mm -hmm. um, I don't want to fall behind because I want to be able to stay up to date with what I'm talking about. So, yeah. It, and dude, I don't know if you do this or, and just does this. Um, like, I, I so I've started. This is so weird. Like, I was in IT for 20 years of my life and I never used the calendar ever. 
I wink. I like, I was really good at my job. I just wing things and be like, okay, we have a meeting. We have a deadline. We got, I got this. I have to lead my team to make sure we get this project done. And now I've used the calendar religiously. And it's one of those things that I plan ahead. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I got a Silver Age book I got to read. Whew. Okay. I got to block out at least this much time for my day to read it while I read these modern day trade paperbacks and dark horse books. Um, so it, it, it's, it's kind of become a machine, but not a well-oiled machine. I'm still trying to figure out some things. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work, a lot of reading. Cause I don't, yeah, it's, I don't want to shortchange anybody. I want to read these things and, like I hadn't read a lot of the stories in some of those Avengers issues that came out with the new book. Uh, what was that? Volume five, the Steve Englehart era. So I was like, well, looks like I'm going to be reading the entire book. Now, luckily when we get like an X-Men book, I'm like, Shh, I can, I can yeah. do that in my sleep. Uh, <laughs> but if it's something like from the silver age, like daredevil, like something with the, during like the Gene Colan era that I haven't read a lot of, I'm like, Oh man, I need to, I need to read a lot of this stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, but back to praising Omnibros. I love you guys, and I'll always see myself as a as a part of you guys. Um, yeah, it's it's taught me a lot of things about doing this full time. It it kind of prepped me to do it full time. Dang, so I need to learn the same things that you did then. So I'll always make time for you know when you guys have a celebration, whatever time I can give, I can, I'll jump in here, especially if I'm drunk. <laughs> oh man that was a lot of fun whenever whenever jess and i i think was it tyler we did it like an impromptu like well oh, guys i'm really drunk let's do a show and i'm not doing it on my channel because i don't want to get demonetized <laughs> oh you i was in bed it was like quarter to midnight and you called me and, <laughs> and you said let's do a show and i got tyler and you and uh, we went on omni bros after dark i didn't want to put it on my channel either so we put it on Omni Bros. And we I, were like, I'm not risking my channel getting canceled. Let's go on Omni Bros. And I didn't mention our sponsor or anything. It was completely unsponsored. And you were like, we got the most super chats that night. Because oh. I don't oh my God, I was that was insane. I don't even know what I said. You were like showing me some of the things I was saying. I think that's when I coined the phrase do you even near mint? Because I got pissed <laughs> off at you. <laughs> Because you were like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't even know about this book. And I was like, dude, do you even near mint? I announced that like last month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jumped out of bed. It sounded fun. I can't believe we got Tyler. That was amazing. That guy's all like, he's got the weirdest sleeping schedule. I think he's uh, he's all right. He'll be all right. So I, I highlighted the super chat and AS also said that we got them hooked on collected editions, enjoying all the great stories in them. It's about enjoyment for, for me. Thank you for the hard work. It's all about the enjoyment. If you're not enjoying the, the hobby, then there's no reason to be in it. Thank you, AS. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Nick, saying we're his favorite comic Ooh. channels in 2020. Nice. Not, not before 2020. I'm, I'm here, here though. I'm just assuming that he discovered the channel in 2020, not that he just didn't like us before then. <laughs> yeah, uh, 2020 was rough, but uh, yeah, really good, you know, for the community and people getting into this because I mean, we knew we knew what would happen, right? We knew that 
80% of the people getting into collected editions would eventually drop out. But we yep. still had that 20% of people that would stay. And that's a pretty good number. And, and they still sell pretty solid. So that's great. Yep. We had the... Uh... We have seen some adjustments in the way that things happen and, and, you know, not just in who's collecting, but, you know, how things are coming out and stuff and price changes and whatnot, distributor changes. But it's it's been an interesting few years to, to, to watch and be part of. Yeah, right. And, and just like everything else, it comes in. It comes in cycles, right? You're there long enough to see the success of manga. Outsell comics, and then you see the fall of manga and the success of comics. And just like everything, there's a pendulum and it always swings, right? It, it's great. And Cycle Cleveland can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, I don't even know what he's saying. I know he's in the chat. Dude, Mary was in the chat. I didn't get a chance to say hi. To I'm catching up on the chat. Uh, Mary, I hope you're still here. Love you. Uh, Cycle Cleveland, you're all right. I just remember the first, the first Omni Bros. <laughs> Does he keep his nail clipper by the computer? I have it in my, uh, I have it in a drawer because I very commonly will start like chomping at my nail. And so in order to just nip it in the butt, I, I'll clip my nail to, to like keep me from biting. That's good, man. It's a hard habit to break. Do you have your mouth harp by you? Yeah, You're I have. You got me started mouth harping. I have both of them, bro. Ooh. I've got both of the mouth harps and I have my keyboard. Oh, that's right. That was great when we were what were we Yeah. <laughs> were we announcing <clears throat> you, well you're doing the IST ad and every time you said something, I just do a little like <laughs> that was so great. You just made your own jingle. It was so great. That was like a last Wednesday, I think. Yeah, last Wednesday. <laughs> I, I just I got I need to get like one of the one man band rigs. Yeah. I can, like do on my between you're my a, symbols and stuff. You're a uh, blues blues travelers guy. The guy who played the harmonica and or Billy Joel, I guess. Billy Joel is a multiple instrument player. <laughs> I heard something in there for a second. I wanted to find it. I've been trying to learn how to play the keyboard actually. And like, I'll learn like a little piece of something and then I'll, I'll be really proud of myself and then I'll forget it. Have you heard of YouTube? That That's what I'm <laughs> There's YouTube. No, that's what I'm really is a place where you can just find anything. you, I, you And they, they have like these channels and it's, it's just keyboards and then the notes fall down. Like it's guitar hero. And then I just sit there with my keyboard in front of my computer and I just, whatever, that didn't, that was nothing, but I'll follow them and actually play the music. Like the other day I had like three payouts at once. And, and so I was, I was feeling good. I got a lot of like, you know, social media money going on all at one time. And so I, I learned how to play the, the uh, cash rules, everything around me a uh, little nice. thing. And then I, I filmed it, and then I sent it to some people, and I was like, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I can play the recorder. That's it. <laughs> I can play the recorder. And I don't even know if I can play the recorder more than three blind mice and hot cross buns. And I think it's the same goddamn song. <laughs> um, 
but that that's it, man. My my daughter, my youngest daughter, she likes the she plays the trumpet. It's really good. I used to play the uh, saxophone. Carl, how the hell have you been? I haven't seen Carl in forever. Carl, Bob the Goon, you as his avatar. <laughs> What's up, man? How have you been, dude? The regular piano man. Riley should just learn chords and jam and keep adding it to it bit by bit. Cycle Cleveland, I feel, is, is like a guru at everything. <laughs> Goiter comics, musical <laughs> instruments, biking around Cleveland. Dude, do you still bike? I know. Remember, he started a YouTube channel where he said he was going to bike around Cleveland, and oh, that was yeah, how he was going to make money. Yeah. Now he's just sending out of print goiter comics to me and Jazz. <laughs> I do have goiter. I need to get him up on my shelf. Uh, I actually have to bounce because I'm feeling less than 100%. But you have control, oh, no. Riley. Uh, I do if if Omar wants to stay around, but if if y'all both, yeah, can, yeah, you know. I'll I'll stay around for a few more minutes. Yeah, uh, peace and love to everybody. Love Thank you, you for all your support throughout all the years. Love to Riley. Love to Omar. You guys are great. Uh, I'm glad you're my friends, and I'm I'm glad we've been able to do this for so long. Uh, it's been really awesome. It's actually uh, made a huge change in my life for the better, and I'm glad you guys have been part of it. Oh. Sorry, I had to laugh at Shemp of Omnibros. <laughs> Was that a three motherfucking Dude's reference? <laughs> so peace and love. Bye, man. Love you. All right, good. I can control it. I, I've been controlling it, but I was worried that once he left, it was still going to go down. Oh, man. Anytime somebody would leave Omnibros, my thing was always to be like, oh, my God. I'm so glad that guy's going. I hate <laughs> Like, no matter who it was, I would always do that. We've been uh, wow out, uh, to to do a map been. show. I, I don't think we could map anything right now, but what do you want? What do you want us to map? And man, we'll get Peter. M. No, Peter. What time is it in New Zealand? Does anybody know? Uh, yeah, yeah. We need to bring that back. Peter. Peter's taking a break from X Men, but uh, he'll be happy to map whatever else. I think he's back now with X Men. He's talking a little bit about X Men. I try to I try to uh when he when he does the upcoming Marvel Collected Editions video with me, I try to get him to like uh talk about X-Men a little more. So at least he's doing that. He's he's um because he's on Twitter talking about like current X books a lot right now. Oh good, good, good. So it, I, I did notice that recently that he's not like completely just about about well, the I, I think what happened to him is you know he, is it's the same thing that you got to deal with when you're putting yourself out there, right? It's you hear enough negativity, it just gets to you, and and that's part. That's one of the hard parts. I don't think anybody really talks about uh, when it comes to you know making making videos and and what what he was doing on Twitter. It's like yeah, you're gonna hear some negativity, and you got to have some thick skin to put yourself out there too. Yeah, just gotta it's, it's ignore tough. it and keep going with the flow. And it, but eventually, you know, it, it gets it takes a toll on you, no matter what, no matter who you are. Um, yeah. yeah. So he had to deal with that and a lot of negativity about people talking about him and he had to take a break. So Psycho Cleveland, you found Psycho Cleveland's channel. My channel is my name and it's really nothing much. It's Psycho Cleveland riding around Cleveland on a cycle, not a unicycle. 
two wheels. Should should be a unicycle. That'd be great. Cycle Cleveland. Can you buy a GoPro and ride a unicycle around Cleveland? Unicycle. That's how you, that's how you make that money. That's how you make that money. Uh, it's two p.m. in New Zealand. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Peter, get in here now. <laughs> what he's doing? He, we were just talking a little bit ago. Peter, what are you doing? Oh my God, no! If I get him on here, then I'm going to be on for like another hour, and I got to get to bed soon. I'm an old man. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Probably. Busy. Wait, I'm not that old. It's only like 10:30. I'm about to finish reading all of Dawn of X and Reign of X. What was your least favorite titles? Ready, Riley? Uh, uh, on the count of three. One. I wasn't two, even Dawn of Reign. Three. Fallen, fallen, fallen Angels. That book sucked. I hated Fallen Angels. Oh, that so, was at the beginning, was it? Dawn was yeah. the first. Yeah, Fallen Angels was not good at all. Uh, but it's I kind of pointless. That and X Corp. I wasn't a fan of X Corp, but I think I Fallen Angels still still I, takes. I, I stopped. Um, I stopped after uh, the X of Swords crossover. Oh, you did. Okay, so you you, yeah. you missed that on that. Not not on any purposeful reason, but just like I, I that's where I kind of like fell off of reading comics regularly which happens it's, it's, it's easy yeah. to happen man and it, it's the thing that sucks is it's very easy to for it to happen but it's very hard to get back on the horse um i can't I, highlight warren's ignorant ass comic can you <laughs> this one <laughs> warren why is it we can't agree on anything this is a fellow kentuckian by the way and he loves everything that i hate and vice versa i like things that he hates so that's okay you like x-corp really Oh, I hated that book. Falling just better than Escort or Fall. Uh, oh, Children of the Atom was really bad too. I feel like Children of the Atom was kind of. Did you get to read that? With like Cyclops last. Okay, so the way it was written, it felt like it was supposed to take place years ago, and they shelved it, and then they rewrote some things. Uh, real, really, Carl? You too? You too with the Batman Year Two jokes? I can't, Carl. <laughs> I thought we was boys. What happened, Carl? <laughs> what happened? I thought we had something. And now you betray me like that? That's messed up. I am I am the shemp of Omnibros. Oh, God. Can I change my title? Yes, I can. How do I do that? How do I change my title? Edit name and headline. Okay. Got it. Shit. <laughs> That was the fourth guy, right? Like, not not who's the other big guy that was in uh uh Stooges went through some changes. It was Merle, Mo, Curly, Larry, mm -hmm. and Shemp was the fourth, right? Like that was uh Mo's Shemp, brother. Shemp wasn't Shemp first and then or did he or was he the I don't know, whatever. But there was Curly Joe, Curly Joe Marita. Uh I think that was all of them. Oh, there was another big guy. What was his name? Jim. Uh, it's going to kill me. Uh, da, 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 da. Internet. List of three stooges. <laughs> I never think about using it. Uh, so it was Larry Moe. I can't believe we're talking about Larry Moe and Curly. Um, and then Shemp. Shemp was the fourth one. Joe Dorita. I said Marita, but it's Dorita. Joe Besser was that Curly Curly Joe? Yeah, that was Curly Joe, and then Curly Joe Dorita. Because it's, it's, it's like five, five, right? Joe Besser, Curly Joe, yeah, 
Okay, so they're like five. So I, I'm okay being the chimp. Who's Carly Joe? That that would mean because okay, so if if Mo, Larry, and Curly are myself, Jess, and and Lou, since we're the original three, mm-hmm. then then Geo and Gabe have to be the other two Curlies, <laughs> so they can fight over that one. <laughs> and Joe Besser was a different Curly Joe. Joe Joe Besser was the other big guy though, right? So there, there's 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 Curly Joe and then Joe Besser, who was another guy. He was the other bigger guy that kind of looked like Curly Joe, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. There's so many freaking Batman Year Two is better than X Men. What is going on here? What is the chat talking about? Omar Riley had three uh, Stooges, and Jazz had Abbott and Costello. Yes, Spotlight. What's up, dude? That's another fellow Kentuckian. Uh, year Two wasn't bad. Is just impossible to live up to the standards of year one. Thank you, Mike W. Barr was one of the DC was D well, one of DC's best Batman writers of that era. Ah, I love Mike W. Barr. Yeah, Joe Besser was just Joe. He wasn't Curly Joe. That's what N Man saying. Okay, I I feel like there's a lot of experts on Three Stooges in the chat. I'm I'm like a, a armchair expert at Three Stooges. You know. Dude, I ain't seen Three Stooges in decades. Decades. VHS era. V- v- that, God bless. Yeah, VHS era of three, three Stooges. I did watch this Three Stooges cartoon, so. Um, what's, what's, uh, what's some of the questions they got? Uh, you're too good at covering a stain. Trouble is better than X Men. Blast, what what's going on with you, man? Why why would you say that? <laughs> why what's wrong with you? No, no one actually means that. No. Uh, some people don't even know what VHS is. Thanks, William. Your opinion's a big game. Is that the that's the the big comic that's coming out from Miller, right? And uh, what's his face? Is it Pepe Larras? Pepe Larras, where it's an image comic, right? You know better than I do. I don't know if I do or not. I could be wrong. Is that what you're talking about? I have no opinion. I'm not a big fan of Mark Miller. Uh, but, yeah. Another. Ultimatum is better than Claire. Can we ban Warren from just the internet, not just from Omni Bros, just from the internet? What? Maybe not the place for it, but I wanted to hear your 9-11 stories. Oh, wow. I was... 9-11, yeah. Where were you, Riley? This is... 2001 fifth grade got him um, old okay go ahead fifth fifth grade um i had zero emotional reaction uh i honestly still don't if i'm being real with you right now uh, but i just remember like i was like like there I, people were upset and i was like what's going on and they're like planes hit the twin towers and i was like dang that sucks and there was this one girl in my class who was like bawling. And I was like, you got someone in New York that you're worried about? And she was like, no. I was like, oh, okay. I was like deadpan about everything. Like, I don't know. There's just something wrong with me. I just did not. Did uh, not. No, no. You were in the fifth grade. There's nothing wrong with she you. She was in the fifth grade too. But like some, some people, of the other some people kids develop feelings early. <laughs> I still haven't developed feelings though. That's the thing. I, I still said early. 
the nine when was the 911 last just four days ago like monday or something and i i was like i completely forgot and then i like got on the internet and didn't see anyone mention anything about like never forget and because i was it was it was monday wasn't it monday was my reading day i read 20 books on monday and and so I got on the internet finally at the end of the day and I saw someone posting like a never forget type thing. And I was like, shit, I forgot. So wait, okay. Um, you, you forgot until somebody posted it. Yeah. Like, I went on, I went on, on Twitter or whatever on TikTok Cause I was posting a video about all the books that I'd read that day. Cause mm -hmm. I was, I posted in the morning. I said, I started reading at midnight last night. I've read 11 so far. My goal by the end of the day is 20. And I got back online at like 11.30 p.m. Where did Omar go? Anyway, I'll continue talking. Um, I got back online 11.30 p.m. And uh, saw after I posted my video, someone else had posted something about like 9-11 movies. And I was like, uh, someone had posted something on TikTok about movies about 9-11 and I was like oh yeah and so they someone said never forget and I, just, I laughed at myself because I was like I guess I forgot um, wow uh, yeah so I was at a different place in my life I was I was working um, I was I was working and going to college so 2001 I I I don't know if it was a Monday. I want to say I thought it was in the middle. Of the, it could have been. I think it was Tuesday or, or Wednesday. I'm like you. I, it, I don't think it was Monday. I just remember thinking. So I was working at Buffalo Trace, which is a distillery. And we were in the warehouse. And this is 2001. Not a lot of us had cell phones. And even if you did, it's not like you can look up things on the Internet. Uh, we had a radio. And I remember a radio like thing came up and was like hey uh breaking news we just had a plane hit one of the world trade center towers tower one and all i could remember was that little plane that hit the uh, empire state building and i was like oh man that's that's messed up and we didn't know any details dude that was the crazy thing like it wasn't like people were sharing things on social media right to, to so you knew what was going on it was yeah. like we were working, we were, you know, and then you would hear other things. Then when the second plane hit, I was on break. So it was early in the morning. And all I remember thinking was like, oh, shit, the second plane hit. That's not an accident. And we didn't know. We didn't know if it was a passenger plane. We didn't know anything. We just heard a plane hit the tower. And I thought, you know, maybe that that's messed up. Like, how did it get so close to the city? And I thought it was like a little private plane with like five people or something. And then the second plane hit. And that's when we started hearing the news broadcast. Like, it looks like there were passengers on the plane. And holy crap. And then, of course, from there, it was like the Pentagon and the plane that crashed in uh, Pennsylvania. And I I don't, you know, and maybe it was my age. I do remember how that or like it was really it was really weird. Uh, the the just the ambiance like everything like there for a while man i remember like are people allowed to laugh again i remember like late night sh uh, talk shows 
were canceled. I don't know for how long, but I remember David Letterman coming back on and being like, you know, we, we got a, can't remember the way he worded it, but he, he started talking about how, you know, I don't, we don't know if people can laugh again. Is it okay to laugh now? Cause something so horrible happened. Yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, um, it was the most tragic thing that happened in, in my lifetime, you know, to, to, to all these people. Uh, but yeah, that, that's where I was. And I just remember thinking like, Oh, sh damn, this is so messed up. Uh, but a buddy of mine, his, uh, his uncle was a firefighter. He was one of the ones that died. And uh, I can't, I can't remember the latter number. I mean, there's so many people that died though. It was, it was awful. Uh, and to, and to watch it live, like, I can't, like, it's crazy. Just things coming, popping up on the news. I remember we were told to uh, to take off work and go be with your families. And they never, dude, they never closed work. They were like, go be with your families. People were taking advantage of the gas prices. Like, prices of gas were shooting up to, like, $9 a gallon. It was crazy. Yeah, so uh, it was it, it was a really weird time. Yeah, that, but that's where I was. My goodness, very. Uh, there's a dichotomy between our stories here. <laughs> Wait, but I mean, there's a little bit of an age difference, right? I'm 45. There, there was, but I I just I I still feel like if I was an adult and it happened, I probably would have had the same reaction. Probably everybody reacts to things like this differently, right? Everybody wrecks. Uh, people, you know, people were be, be became really patriotic. Like there was a sense of just patriotics. Every everybody, and of course, there was you know sense of like cashing in on that. Yeah, that was weird. I never got in that either. Like it, it always felt really like disingenuous to me. I guess like the increased patriotism, and I was like, in from my fifth grade perspective, even then, I was like y'all are pushing like being patriotic and like America and stuff because of what happened. Like, did you not care before? And I know that the answer is like, Oh, well tragedy brings the country together, but I don't know. It, it just didn't seem that way to me. And I saw a lot more hatred towards certain groups, you know, after well, I mean, that. yeah, there, there was some of that. And, um, but, but I did see people coming together. I think it, like, I, I think it opened up and it could have been my age too. Like my group of people started saying, I love you more, you know, not just family, like more huggy, more like, man, I love you. You know? Yeah. It was, a. I, and it's weird because I, I, I think about that stuff like now with like kids are so disconnected from that because it happened after, you know, it happened before they were born. Uh, so my, yeah. my wife just high school English and there's so many kids that are like, this is like history. To that's, them, right? that's the part that's crazy is to me is when is looking at the fact that there are kids and being active on a platform like TikTok that is uh, largely popular oh, right, as you right, know, right. Right, my children, you get a, a lot of videos by people who are like talking about it in a past tense where, you know, you, you may think to, uh, on me where it's like, oh God, fifth grade, you were so young, but there's so many of these kids, yeah. that are, they just weren't there. And they didn't experience it at all. So I, I can have, you know, I, I have my own perspective on it from who I was then and who I am now and, and my thoughts on everything. But like, 
that perspective also I, I, I share with anyone who's like, gosh, these, these kids who didn't go through that thing. And like a lot of our, our generations, you know, who did have gone through so many huge, just like life changing events in the past, however many decades um, it's, it's been a lot, you know, 33 years that I've been alive and I've, I've gone through so many huge events in this country. It's wild. Yeah, I I think, uh, you know, that that moment became an eye opener to a lot of people that how vulnerable people are. Right. I mean, it changed things forever for the airline industry to this day. Yeah. You still have to take your shoes off and, you know, all these different changes. Sometimes. And I I don't say, although, although this year I was like, wait there's a line that I don't have to take my shoes off, which is just crazy. The, but there's also sometimes where I'll go into the, uh, I'll, I'll I'm going to levitize this a little bit um, where I'll go to airports and like literally take my shoes off and then they'll get mad at me for doing so. And they're like, put your shoes back on. I'm like, who, who's here to tell me what to do and what not to do. And if I ask you the question, you look at me like I'm, I'm an idiot no matter what the answer is this time. And then if I try to explain to you that it's different every time I go to whatever airport, then you get mad. And am, am I going to have to worry about y'all like detaining me? I don't know. I, I, used to tra- I, I used to travel a lot for work. So I had to buy like the, the VIP stuff, right. To get through uh check-in quicker. Um, but even then you still have to take your shoes off. And I was like, I don't care. You know, whatever. It's not that big of a deal to me. Oh my gosh. My coworkers are like, I can't believe I have to pay extra and I still have to do this shit. It's like, Oh man, it's not that big of a deal. They're just doing their job. Uh, <laughs> what color is my beard? Not? Do you not see all the grays here? Oh my gosh, dude. They're, they're here. Don't it's talk to me about gray. Do not talk to me about a gray. Okay. Beard. So, what happens is the black comes in up here. So then it covers the grays down here. I don't know if you can see. There you go. See? But the blacks come in. I, dude, I don't dye my hair. I, you see the grays here? I mean, they're not, you know, they're not um, Reed Richards grays, but they're there. I've got a pretty decent. If, when I cut my hair short, it's it's you can see so much gray in there. Yeah, and everybody – I had a buddy of mine that grayed when he was in his 20s, you know. Uh, bring Jess back to tell his Pearl Harbor story. <laughs> he, hold on. How old is Jess? No, he would not have been alive during Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh, man. This is a, this I, how, I, no, I, I don't. I don't even dye my hair, dude. This is how. You know my story about buying cheap beer. I've got grays. Just, just doesn't show up on the camera. I promise. I remember when Paul Revere made his ride through town. You're making the old jokes about you since Jess isn't here. Uh, I'll take them. I don't care. <laughs> I was doing the math. I'm like, wait, Jess wasn't old enough to be during while well, live during Pearl Harbor. I, I'm, I'm going to say I agree with the red fades fastest because as soon as Larry said his beard used to be red, I was going to say that most of what I have that's white was red. I had a lot of red in my chin of my beard mm-hmm. and all of the red turned white first. Is it um, – now, 
you're mixed, right? Like you've got Latino blood in you. Yeah. What do you mean? I definitely dyed my hair. Where's my wife? I'm gonna go get my wife. And I'm gonna <laughs> her that people are saying, "Dude, I seriously have grays." Like anybody that has met me in real life will will, will say, "God damn it!" I'm I can't believe I'm. Look, they're there. It just it just I'm lucky that the freaking blacks grow on top of the grays is all that happens. Some people are lucky that way. Other people have money. Life balances everything out. How about asking Jess about the Hinderberg? <laughs> How was it when the trains were first invented? I think something like that. <laughs> Bring out Uncanny X-Men Volume 1 Omnibus to swear in your testimony. I'm not doing that. It's right there. I don't touch that book. That book is precious to me. It's signed by people that are no longer on this plane of existence. Like Lane Wayne? Like Lane Wayne. Yes. <laughs> Where were you when the asteroid hit and it killed the dinosaurs? I watched the movie. Uh, Omar is a few years younger than me, but I still have to make old man jokes about it. I appreciate that, Kyle. Anyone remember the meme of the guy who was taking a pic of every famous disaster? Oh, I forgot. Was that a meme? Did we have memes back then? You know what I'm talking about? Like There was a guy that claimed to be at top of the two, like the twin towers when the plane was about to hit. And then somebody took his picture and started posting it on like different disasters. Like I think the Hindenburg was one. I think it was before it was a meme. Before memes were, I think. I am not <laughs> going to shave my beard. I I'm just going to say that. Uh, I, I trimmed it lower than I usually do, and that's what I'm probably gonna do um, right now. But I'm not. I'm not shaving it. I have uh, too much of a, a baby face when I do that, so it's weird because it's like receding hairline, baby face. I I don't know if you get this, but people like when I shave my beard, people are like, "Oh, grow your beard back," and I was like, "No." <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll uh, come the fall. I'll grow the beard back. Yeah, you're going back and forth with that shit all the time, dude. I'm, I, I haven't shaved my beard off for like at least the past four years. Oh no, this was the first. Let me see, I haven't shaved my beard in a couple of years. Yeah, so people that were new to my channel had never seen me without a beard. I, I think I, I like connected it to losing my job and then doing this for a living. And I don't know. I just felt like, because I had to like have it shaved whenever I was working in the corporate world, right? Like different dress codes and yeah, it, it got ridiculous. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to. Yeah. But this summer I was like, we're going to Japan. I'm going to shave my beard. So when I came back, people were like, Oh my gosh, you shaved your beard. Much I started watching in 2019, but watch Omni Dogs Vault first. Same year I started watching Near Mint Condition. I actually met Smotlog, man, at one of the local conventions in Frankfurt. Nice. It's a good dude. It's a good Much dude. Appreciated for uh, the longtime viewership. Um, I, I'm I'm still kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm of two thoughts on how how my hair, because some people tell me it looks bad long. Some people tell me it looks good long, and I'm not growing it out with the intent of like having it forever. I just felt like 
with the way that my hair is right now, um, it's, you know, I, I'm losing that. And I'm like, this is going to be probably the last time that I really have long hair. So I'm going to play with it and see what happens. I, I've been talking to some friends and stuff about possibility of doing like, uh, I might do some like uh, 80s rocker bangs and stuff and see how that goes. Um, or maybe I'll do like a big shaggy mullet with that. Who knows? But the plan is once I, I cut it, I uh, hope to, to donate the hair and then I'm going to dye what I have left, some color, just for funsies. I always, um, I always said if I got my dad's hairline, because my dad's bald, I was like, have you ever seen Kingpin? When Bill Murray grew out, like, <laughs> the, the, the most the amazing comb-over. I'm like, oh, my God, if I ever do that, like, I'm going to have the Bill Murray comb-over from Kingpin. That that was my goal if I lost my, my hair like my dad did. Yeah. Shaved off most of my beard and ended up crying whenever I saw my reflection in the mirror. Oh, Lars. Yeah, that's that's like what I did the last time I shaved it. I was like, oh, come on. I remember I remember when I was a kid and my dad, my dad always had a mustache and my dad shaving the mustache off. And I was like, whoa, where's my dad? <laughs> what you do to my dad? And when I shaved where my youngest daughter hadn't seen me, without a beard oh my gosh it's since she was probably like seven or six years old she was like you look like my poppy but not really <laughs> i'm like i'll take that as a compliment i decided yeah, if i ever get a bald spot i'm just gonna shave my head but keep the beard that's a good look man it's a good biker look for you larry <laughs> I, it, I think it's a good look regardless i think a lot of guys look great with the shaved head oh dude beard. not me i think i would look awful i have this freaking like weird shape head have, have you shaved like, your head before yes uh, uh, in my 20s for a dare i've also had it blonde uh my brother uh he went bald and he shaves it off and i'm like you got a good head yeah i do not like i would wear a hat constantly because it's I've, I've shaved mine it's like i don't know if it's bumpy i don't know how to i don't know how to uh describe it it just it, it doesn't look right it doesn't look right mine's not the worst but it's not great either mm -hmm. and i i'm never i what i'm not gonna do when i do cut my hair off i'm i'm never going to just shave my whole head myself again when I decide to cut my hair, I am going to get someone to like do it professionally and shape it a little because when it's the same length all That's around, right. it looks funny when it grows back. It's what I, cause I, I did, uh, I didn't shave it all the way off during the, you know, quarantine times, but like I had it long and then I buzzed it and there are videos on my channel of me with the buzzed hair and mm -hmm. it just, it, it did not look good. It grew back kind of funky. I, I just didn't like it. So when I do eventually cut, I'm probably going to have it short, but I'm going to have like a little bit of length on top. Short length, but still length. Uh, actually, that might be a good look. That might be a good look for you, Riley. Omar, post the pictures of the shaved head on page. I don't know if I have. I think I've, I've got some pictures of my blonde hair. I may have a. I don't know if I have pictures of that or not. That was, was that my a, like a slim shady look. Oh, why did I do it? 
Dude, I don't even know. I think I did it myself. I was drunk with some friends one night. I'm just glad I didn't get a tattoo. I 90s Superman's a good look. <laughs> the, the mullet Superman. The mullet Superman? That's a good <laughs> look, man. Sunburn on the top of your head sucks. Yeah, my brother has to deal with that. It sucks, man. I've I've had it like in the part of my hair mm -hmm. a little bit, and it, it sucks even if it's just that spot. Use a floby and just <laughs> do, you know, do you remember the flobies? It was the suck and cut. I do I do remember? Okay, my friend had a floby in nineteen ninety nine. Omar, here's an idea. Patreon tier for Nightwing suit picks. Do I have? I think Maddie's got all those. Yeah, Maddie's got all my Nightwing picks. Saw a video of a guy cheering cringely while NPC jumping and thumbs up, and it looks like a young Omar with blonde <laughs> and a varsity. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Liar. Uh. Suck and cut sounds like something different. I always think of uh, Wayne's World. It definitely sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie, um, dude. I gotta bounce off here. I stayed a little bit longer than I said I would. I'm, I'm a little yeah. sobering up right now. I I've definitely been here longer than I planned to, but we had a good time, dude. Yeah, man, I miss doing shows with you. Let's let's do some more Matt my ex. I'll, I'll start a chat going. Um, uh, people have been wanting to see those. And I did, I was like, ah, I'll definitely ask Riley, but I'm afraid like he might be too uh too manga, too too much into manga. What the hell am I thinking? Uh too 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 much too deep into the world of manga to care about uh X-Men comics or Spider-Man comics. These Let's days. do a map map my manga. Map my manga. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, oh dude, actually that Maybe we could work with that too. That would be fun. I, the, the first, how would you, how would you fit Ryochi Ikigami Spider Man into the Spider Man continuity? Even though they're two different characters, it's not even the, Peter the, Parker. The first idea that the I had when I said map my manga is, is with like, Dark Horse Deluxe editions. Part of that is because I I already have a like a wish list video that I filmed and need to edit. Yeah, um, I need to, I need to film mine. I've been working on mine for four years. <laughs> I, I have um, I, I don't I know you you talk with them a lot more than I do. But the, when I got to talk with Carl, he he mentioned that one of them that they're looking at putting in hardcover is just going to be a single volume hardcover release. Um, mm. So I've been thinking on that a lot. Like, And I, I have like a list of every Dark Horse manga and all of them that could possibly fit into a single hardcover. All of them that would be a little bit maybe too big for a single hardcover. I mean, well, it depends on the licenses that they still have too. It would be fun to 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 kind of guess what that would be. Hmm. Uh, but man, you know, you're always welcome to talk about whatever the hell you want to. Uh, I'll I'll start a chat with you guys again. You, Oddfell, and Peter. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I got to bounce. I forgot my kids and wife showed up like hours ago, and they haven't even checked on me. They just assume I'm drunk in the basement. <laughs> Which All says right. a lot about my livelihood. <laughs> I, I hope everything goes well with, with them then as you go upstairs and reintroduce <laughs> yourself to the world. Uh, and I'd like to thank you and everyone else for joining tonight and having fun with us. Um, I wasn't your original host tonight, but I will be closing out the show for you. <laughs>
And I'm just here to say thank you, everybody. Smash that like button, please. Show these guys <laughs> some love. Smash the like button. All right, I'm going to hit the end stream now. So goodbye, everybody. Peace out. Peace and love as always.